159. A weird episode of the Spanish Announce Table podcast is happening on April 27, 2017. I mean, no one's going to know it's weird, though. Well, they might. They it might. depends on how good I am at editing. Right. Because we're going through migration changes on our computer networks at work yeah. where we record this podcast. And I can't access the database where I've saved all of our elements, such as the oh. intro music and the news and stuff, mm -hmm. which I can access on another computer. So I, we're going to record this. I'm going to take the audio into that other computer and splice it all together like a Frankenstein podcast. Splicey, splicey. I think that's how the pros do it. That could be. It's probably going to be the quickest podcast ever, too, because we'll not have to wait and stuff. We'll just... We'll just boom, go. Boom, boom, yeah, boom, none boom. of this fucking music getting in the way of our momentum, our natural fucking flow. Music. That fucking low <laughs> SmackDown song that we yeah. fucking have to listen to. Disgusting. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably never update the music too. Right. Uh yes. <coughs> well, if I don't know. Yeah. You think the time's coming? It might. It might be time. Oh. I've been thinking about it, at least oh. for Raw anyway. What would you change? Oh, we'd to? have to change SmackDown if we're changing Raw. Can't change know. a good one. Nickelback? Not a bad one. We're Canadian podcast. we got to get the Nickelback we on there. We should get the CanCon. Yeah, exactly. But Did the Canadian band ever do a SmackDown? No. I was oh. going to say Green Day, but they're not Canadian at all. No. Switch it to Marilyn Manson. Which is possible. That's, that's a good song. Did I never ever, disliked that song. Did we ever play the Marilyn Manson one? Nope. We didn't? Because I remember that was the one we were talking about. Actually, I think about we did once. And yeah, then I was getting, and then Scotty wanted a different when, one. And I, was like, I think we did the first episode of the brand split where I was still doing SmackDown. And then I was like, I'm not that. I'm not going to do both anymore. Yeah, Scotty, you do that. one. You take one of these. And then you got to pick the song, and we changed it up, and it was all good. So, How are you guys? It's all three of us today. I haven't said that yet. Warren, Brando, Scotty. Hello. Who would, Hello. Like, who would like to tell a story? Anybody get stabbed? No, in the not last stabbing, week? so I'm healing up. Just fine. How is oh, the yeah, head? Actually, Let's, I see got it. It. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's get that hat Body's off. wearing an orange crush Edmonton yeah, Oilers playoff. You can barely see it. There's like a little bump. Good. But that bump might be there forever. It might just be scar tissue now. That's all right. It makes mm -hmm. you look tough. Indeed. Um, what's new? I'm um, oh. playing Persona. Oh, tell, tell, tell us about Persona. I saw you tweeting up a storm about that, and I was going to look up what the hell that is, and then I'm like, no, I'm going to wait and find out on the find podcast. Out. It's an anime game. Okay. It's like an RPG. And I've only played three hours of it. I have no idea what's going on yet at this point. Fair enough. <laughs> All I know is I'm a Japanese kid who was arrested for theft. Oh. Was I framed? We'll find out. Did you at least get to choose? Like, is it a choose-your-own-adventure style where, like... Not at this point. You could choose to steal or not steal? No, not at oh. this. I'm also How playing... How do you not already know if you were framed, if it was you? I don't know. Could be... Could be... Like, did uh, you just did start you the game it? in jail? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so yeah. that's how you don't know. Oh, I see. Conspiracy. Like, they show you getting caught. Right. But you were you were apparently set up. That'd be the best way to... Okay. Someone so, narked on you. So it was a setup. Yeah. Sons of bitches. Um, I'm also playing the Gardens of Galaxy Telltale, speaking of games where you can choose what to do. I didn't even know that was a thing until, like, this week. Yeah, I think it only came out this week. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought, like, the fifth episode came out this no, week. No, the first episode came ah, out. Ah, well, that makes more sense then. Yeah. How is it? It's okay. It's a telltale game. If is you it, like them, like you're like, yeah. I do. Is it is it true to Guardians of the Galaxy, do you find so far? Um comic we'll see. 
how far in depth they actually go. Movie for sure. It's definitely leaning towards the movie. Though. Yeah, and also the second movie comes out like this weekend, so yeah, it's good timing on them to release it. Shit, we got to see that. Makes sense. Makes sense. We got to see that movie, Warren. Uh, we got lots of time. Oh, we're doing. We got playoffs. Like that's the main yep. thing right it's now. Real. Focus. Primary objective. Everyone's enjoying the playoffs. Yeah. We won our first round. Since since I shaved my beard into Cassian chops, the Oilers have not lost a game. See, know, there's baby. good luck charms. You're not you superstitious. Know, chops. That's right. But you're a little stitious. <laughs> um, now that you shaved your stashes. I went to the PWA show. How was it? It was delightful. Good. A little bit of a small crowd with the Oilers well, game. Well, that's okay. Though. Even though they tried to accommodate people by starting it earlier, but maybe that messed up some people's plans. Who knows? But it was still a good show, nonetheless. If you're going to watch the Oilers game at the bar, I have found that you ought to be there two hours in advance. That's what I've learned from, because I want to go to one of these brew houses mm. to beat yeah, up the yeah. Quack Shack or whatever and see Warren do his thing. You got to know a guy. But apparently, you got to show up pretty early, like before puck drop. Like two hours, usually on average, it's already full. Jeez. Depending it, on the location. Northside, if you're going to do it, Northside's the one to go to. That's the one we live close to. Because that one, for whatever reason, doesn't seem to fill up until like an hour out from game time. Okay. You still got to um, get there early. But we've also only been there on Monday and Wednesday, or Tuesday and Wednesday yeah. so far. So it's also earlier in the week. Maybe that has something to do with it. But I we, went to, uh, we went to first round uh, in the mall. Uh, got there at 7 for an 8.30 puck drop. And they're like, yeah, we don't got fucking room for you guys. Go next door. So we went next door to Boston Pizza, and they were empty. Good. Good old BPs, <laughs> the old standby. They, in fair, they filled up for the game, but it is was definitely not the early arriving mm. crowd that it is at some sports bars. That's the thing. If it's a specific, like like the brew house or like a first round or mm. like AJ's that in the specialize in that. that. They do like a game production, right? They're right. giving you prizes if people exactly. win. Exactly. Those kind of places are going to fill up. Yeah. Boston Pizza. You're lucky if they put some orange or blue tablecloths down and we we call it a party. Yep. Woo. Woo. Go team. Go local sports team. Uh, I met Ty Loney. Yes, I saw you creep shot picturing, picturing him yep. on Twitter. It's never okay. Yeah. He apparently loved it. He apparently Good. went home and Good. told his girlfriend and or wife how great it was. He's a very nice, okay. very nice man. We sat like in the back row. Like it was like Ty and his friend. You and were then, far like, side, right? Yeah. Didn't even sit with Boris, eh? No, Boris is a busy man. Was he? Yeah. Was he filming? Yeah, uh, Braden was. Oh. But he's got to run over and hit the hit the hard cam yeah. between, between matches. That's so. fair. Uh, and then he was doing the GoPro, of course, or whatever. But no, it was a good show. Um, it's kind of a lot of schmozzy finishes, though. Like, a lot of stuff was like, DQ! And there was stuff where you were like, Fitz was the only ref there. Fucking no wonder then. Yeah. Fucking so it was Fitz. just like... But by the third match, people were just like, you really bone this one, Fitz, or like, way to bone it again, Fitz. Mm. Um, but my, like, he got a lot of heat from constantly being the only ref. Fitz is a bit of a boner. My favorite thing to do when we do commentary is I like to call him Pat Fitzmichael. Oh. Instead of Fitz, or no. Wait, Michael, Michael, Fitz Michael Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, yes, Pat Fitzmichael. Breaking kayfabe. Yeah, no, good show. Always fun to go to a local show. Had a hot dog. It was great. Oh, Those goddamn hot dogs, eh? I was a little sad that I had to miss it, but I know I text you like an idiot too. I'm like, you go, and you're like, no, I have to work. Did you really? I don't even remember that. Maybe I, we talked about it like at the end we of last have. week's show, and you're we like, no, I, I gotta wanted work. to go, but yeah, we were got prior commitments. We were live on the radio. 
tomorrow's going to be great because um, the specific location that we're going to doesn't have the proper wiring in order for us to do a full-on live broadcast. Uh-huh. So McCord is staying at the studio. I'm going to the bar, and I'm doing, like, cut-ins every 15 minutes where I'm like, yep. Three more people walked in the door. I'm still here. What time are you doing this? Come at? down. Uh, so three to seven. Three to seven. Oh man, yeah. I might not have shit to do tomorrow. Should uh, you should come what? quack the quack shack? Which uh, which brew house? South. Tomorrow. South. Ooh, I'm gonna be it's like fucking south. 45 minutes away from your house. I live in the north end now, Brenda. Yeah. That's what I just said. Oh, that's so. the opposite end that's of town south. from south. Yeah. So. Yeah. Never that's mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just hold that shit. Yeah. I'll just hold it. <laughs> There's a direct opposite uh, arrow on the compass. That's good. Someone asked me about me getting stabbed. They're like, oh, thank God the knife didn't go deeper and it wasn't your brain. And I was like, I don't know if I can get much dumber. No, <laughs> like, it might have been I an improvement po- overall. I may have plateaued here. I, I have retold that story to people who have no idea who you are. Like I've told, well, okay, I've told McCord. Who knows you? He's yeah. met you a couple times. I told him. Uh, I told friend of the show, Mark Majot, who came in shirtless a couple weeks ago or last week or whenever that was. Um, his it's, it's just my favorite story. That that in, in your moment of crisis, in your moment of near death, dire peril, your brain just went into wrestling. And it, <laughs> sa- it, it might have saved your life. Maybe. Wrestling saved my life. The Scott Molyneux story. I always said in my life that I've always, like when, I, when I'm at a workplace and I would politic, I'd always be like, it always comes back to wrestling or Simpsons with me. <laughs> that's like the two places my brain goes. Oh, uh, that's good. What about um, you guys? You have a week? Yeah, Brandon, what's new with you? That's uh, kind of talked about it. Just uh, going to Oilers games mm. uh, and then going to work the next day. Everyone's kind of a hungover wreck. All our stories are about the Oilers. So it is go watch the Oilers, get drunk, and then go hungover, cover the Oilers the next day. Rinse, repeat. Also, I'm reading The Shining. Really? Yeah. That book's fucked up, actually. That's something, so something, cool you're Something reading in that. that book just happened, and I have not gone back to it, because I was like, well, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> and I'm done. I just put the bookmark in here and put this face down on my dresser and not sleep in my bedroom. Have you put it in the freezer yet? No. No. Friends reference. All right. I like it. Uh, that is actually The Shining also. Yes, it is <laughs> The Shining. You're right. Uh, no. Haven't put it in the freezer. We don't have room. That's true. We yeah. we don't have a lot of room in there. We could put, I could put it on the patio, maybe. It's the, coldish out there. In the dark of winter. Yeah. yeah. Or the just dark that, of this April winter. On the patio and then lock the door. That's true. Then it can't get at you. It can always get at you. Hide <laughs> it under in a blanket your, though, nothing will get you. Um, the heat in our apartment stopped working. Yeah, that's fun. Like, I don't know, what was that? I just leave the book out in the fucking living room and I came fucking home, freeze it. I came home Saturday night. And was terrified that I thought I left the patio door open or something because yeah. it was fucking cold as shit in there. Mm-hmm. And like woke up Sunday morning with like blanket over my head. Yeah. And still fucking cold. It's bad. Like it's yeah. It, it's better now because but, it's warmer outside right. too. But our heat. I still don't think our heat is working. Yeah. Normally you can hear it kick in every now and then. I've not heard it kick in, but I feel like we've gone through this before. I feel like they just, it, just it just does its own for a thing. While. Yeah. yeah, I don't like, think the therm- anything we're doing with the thermostat. I don't, I don't think, think that's that, doing no, anything. I think it's like a universal heating system, and yeah. somebody's just deciding when exactly. it goes on and off, and, and the, we have no control. There's the over fucking it. thing on our wall that they're like, "We'll put this here so they feel like they have some sort of control." It's all yeah. an illusion of it power. It's all an illusion. Yeah, it's cold. It's cold in there, yeah. but 
But we uh, we we are a, a we like our cold. I'd rather be cold than hot. Yeah, let me tell you that right now. When it get we're unhappy people when it gets to be like it's true 25, 27 in there. Yep, 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 we're yep. We're just yep. grumpy. Uh, and also, it's it's nice getting under under a nice blanket. Yeah, nice cozy blanket. Although that makes you fall asleep in the first period of an Oilers game sometimes. Right. Sure. Which uh, then you miss the tying goal by Mark Letestu, but mm-hmm. it we happens. Woke up, we woke up for the other ones. I did. I woke up. I, I, it was so weird. I was so confused because I don't even remember like closing my eyes. It was one of those. And I'm like, the fuck happened? What's going on? I look. I'm like, how is it 1-1? What did I miss? <laughs> what period are we what in? Time you probably, you, you probably weren't sleeping for very long. No, no. Yeah. But it just fucking threw me for such a loop. It was dazed. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say something about that. Uh, oh, getting out of the shower, too. That's the that's the other thing for me that the, the cold weather or the cold apartment is fucking killing me. Oh yeah, Where I I'm too. getting out of the shower. It's just cold as and shit. The the bathroom's okay because yep. it's got all the steam and shit. And then as soon as you open the door, it's like, oh shit! <laughs> and then mad dash to your bedroom and just belly flop onto your bed and hide under the covers for a while. Nipples are just doink. Yeah. Thank God you guys don't have like cement floors or like really really cold tiling or something. Like, as soon yeah. as you get out, yeah, we got some tiling in our kitchen, but we never go in there. Also, we can't our- cook. Our apartment smelled like paint last night too. So randomly, yeah, that yeah. Might, you might have just been having a stroke. I might have, might have a little bit. I think that isn't that one of the smells for strokes. Like I it's thought like it was oranges, like burnt toast. Burnt toast. Yeah, is oranges, one. burnt burnt toast. Is paint one paint? of them? I don't know. It, I, it might not have. It was chemically something. I'm not a doctor. It smelled kind of like paint, but I don't know. They were also doing like something with our pipes yesterday, Ooh. where like they told us. Don't flush your toilet between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. So what? what did I you didn't even day see off? that. I might have totally done that. Did you shower that. yesterday? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Maybe that's why it smelled like paint. Just <laughs> fucking let something into our apartment. Uh, now you have lead paint in your pipes. <laughs> Good. Yeah. All right. Well. Bro, that's and on. some that, radium. Whatever the fuck that is is on me now, so. <laughs> some Terrific. chemical. Some pipe cleaner chemical all up in me. Sapod listeners, we're having a Deadpool. Who's going to die first yeah, pretty much. Was, between uh, the three of us? Skin was burning a little after that shower. There you go. Uh, anything else? Ooh, I don't think so. We're getting a UFC pay-per-view if you guys didn't hear. We are getting a UFC pay-per-view. I guess we can kind of cover that as a as a combat sports loosely bracketed yeah. I don't, podcast. I don't report on fake sports, guys. Uh, um September? It's coming. Yeah, yeah, September 9th. 216, UFC 216. I bet you we get George St. Pierre. Wait, it's 316? Two. two. Oh, two. Oh. Yeah. No, 316 is a long time from now. Yes. Many um, years. Robo Austin takes on Robo Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, I don't think. Well, the people we talked to, the quote unquote experts, mm. said we're probably not going to get GSP. They said they're going just... to save GST, GS, GST. <laughs> uh, GSP for a more traditional MMA market. Sure. Watch it. Who's going to headline? Like, I don't know. CM Punk is yeah. right around that time. They said there'll be oh a couple of titles. Oh, my God. I, all of a sudden, I'd go from no interest. CM Punk's the headliner. I have to be there. Yeah, I know. CM I know. Punk is not going to headline it, Scotty. He's the co-headliner. He, he could definitely co-main event, for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, he co-mained that a lot. You think, yeah. you think he can still co-main event after 100%. getting his fucking The money. name value is still big. He draws money. That's the bottom line. Did he even co-main event the yep. first one he was in? 100%. Yeah. Did he? Okay. Yeah. They yeah. said we might get two title fights, so that's cool. Yeah, I'm alright with that. If you're into that kind of thing, if I can, uh, if I can weasel my way into free tickets, I'll go. But sure. I don't know if I really want to spend I would a not, lot of money no. to go. And if although it, I have heard that like the atmosphere is ridiculous at those things, mm-hmm. just because you're literally watching two people beat the shit out of each other. 
I hope uh, I hope I can cover it for work for free. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I might maybe try and shooting. try and convince our boss to let me do it too. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. hey, our listeners love the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> I'm go cover it. You pay for it. I'll be there. Um, speaking of fighting, I got punched by a girl today. I saw really As, fucking uh, hard. Do you pee blood yet? Seven, eight, eight of will it hurt? Which we talked about last yep. week. I got slapped or uh, chopped by Andy Anderson, and this week I got punched by a girl. Now I uh, admire the, uh, the the pain level, but it seems like you guys are slowly devolving into let's just have people hit Warren. <laughs> let's just have people hit him. It's true. Well, we only have one left now, so. That's only one, good. One week left. Yeah, I thought it was ten. And then, um, uh, and then I'm home free for a little while, at least. Anyone else you want to get hit by? Uh, no, no, not particularly. Okay. I don't even know what he has planned for next week. He won't even tell me because it's the finale. So you should stick your dick in a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> that wouldn't hurt at all. Oh, it depends on the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Well, what end are we sticking it into? I guess is the waffle first iron. Waffle iron dick. All right. All right. That's disgusting. <laughs> hey, you should cut your dick. That's off where we're drawing the line. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she, she hit me. So it was, it was funny because like, I had to like tell her like, please don't hold back. Like if you're going to hit me, let's do this properly sort of thing. And so we're doing it live, which sometimes we pre-tape them, but this time we were doing it live. So I'm standing there and I'm like, she had told me a couple things. She's like, if you like exhale as the impact happens, it tenses up your abdomen and it'll help. Um, and she's like, don't hold your breath. So I'm like trying to like time it where she like specifically said if you go like if you make that noise it really tenses up your abdomen mm-hmm. so i'm like ready to like trying to time it out watching her because she's like cocked the right hand back so i'm like just staring at her right hand like trying to time it and then she throws a goddamn left hook yeah. that yeah. fucking caught me like in the fucking liver almost. It was fucking like Mark Wahlberg in The Fighter. So like, just came down to the ribs. I'm fucking watching this right hand. No flex, <laughs> no fucking brace or anything. And she fucking belts me and it like, it almost dropped me. I'm not going to lie to you. It, what, it uh, where did that, where did that rank? I would put it at number. Uh, two. As of right now. Behind the chops? Yes. Behind the, uh, behind the. Slurpy thing. Beyond the chops. Okay. Slurpy thing's a close third. Three. Yeah. But that's, I'm basing that off of the fact that slurpy thing, I was okay 15 minutes later. Right. Chops hurt me for like two days and I still have finger bruises on my chest. Yes. A week and a bit later. Um, People should watch that video because I'm not kidding when I say I think if you were a thin guy, uh, that could have cracked a rib. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it, she hit you she, real hard. She, she, she was, yeah. Yeah. And the best is yep. too. Like, she throws, like, a wicked side punch at you. And, like, your description, too. You're watching the other hand, assuming, oh, she's going to yeah. throw a righty at you. Well, I, nice I thought she was just going to go a straight punch right to the gut. I wonder if she gave you the left because it's not quite as strong. And she's Maybe. like, well, let's not kill this guy. She was she very nice. Been, it would have been nice for her to What if she was know. a Southpaw specialist and was like, oh, boy. I'm going to drop this motherfucker. This is my only chance to fuck up a public yeah. figure. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. She was very pretty, too. So, yeah. It was That's, a weird. It was nice. a weird fluctuation of emotions, yeah. of like, like a pain boner, it, kind of like a very weird boner. Yeah, weird. Yeah, that was a weird. Very boner. strange. Very, very, strange. very strange. We'll have to look into that. Um, I I made a gif of myself today for the first time ever too. I was quite proud of that, even though it has the fucking watermark of freegifs.com <laughs> or whatever the fuck <laughs> website it was. But 
Um, yeah, you, you can, Google how to make a GIF. I Googled GIF generator, I think, and then whatever the first one was. There you go. I could have like and it I, worked. It, yeah, that's. I don't care about fucking watermarks. I was gonna say, you know, I'll Game Time Mart, he'd make a, a hell of a gift. That's for true. You. That's true. But I just wanted to make it quickly, so I did it, and now it's done. Uh, you can find the link to if you want to watch that video uh, is on my Twitter. Um, we'll retweet that. GIF. I'll retweet the GIF one on Sapod. All right, sounds good. Um, other than that, nothing else in the past week. Just hockey. Oilers are playing good. It is. It is taking over. Fuck the Ducks. Lease are out. Our That's fucking good. our apartment is t- going to shit. And it, like, I don't do anything other than work and then to the Oilers game. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. Repeat. Uh, to us in Ottawa. As the final two Canadian teams. Yeah, the probably the other Canadian team that I hate the least. They yeah, I've got no beef with them. A joke right now because did you see the tickets for today? Yeah, I yeah. saw that shit. That There's was hilarious. A lot of tickets available. No like, one, they don't give a fuck about yeah. that team over there. They're half filling up that building, and meanwhile in Edmonton, we it took us thirty minutes to sell out a viewing party in yep. Edmonton for a game that is not even happening in that building. Yes, granted, those tickets are five dollars, but. Still, the people reselling those, the Oilers are like, nah, we're gonna block your credit card That's from so future fucking purchases. It's a, it cares? all goes like, to charity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just dicks. Scalper reselling dicks. One day we'll find a way to stop the scalping. Mm-hmm. It'll be a wonderful world that we'll live in. But until then, we'll just proceed with life scalping. as we know it. Yes. Uh, anything else before we jump into the news? No. Notion. We good? Yeah, we good. All right. Let's rumble on. Let's do the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lincoln. We're embarrassed. I'm flying by the seat of my pants. As okay. Because I worked until I came here. But uh, I do have some stuff. Vince McMahon's life story is going to be the subject of a movie. A movie. That's uh, a biopic, right? A film. Very excited about that. There you Don't go. Answer. That's what I was looking for. Uh, TriStar Pictures is in negotiations to produce a movie about the life of WWE chairman Vince McMahon. The Hollywood Reporters, Rebecca Ford and Boris Kitt, not our Boris, reported on Tuesday. A script for the tentatively titled Pandemonium. I wonder if it's about pandas. It's about Vince McMahon, it turns out. Uh, Circled around Hollywood dating uh, back to last summer, but the interest in the film grew after producer Andrew Lazar acquired McMahon's life rights, which literally sounds like something the devil would do. No? Nothing? No, that was funny. That's that a good joke. Yeah. Makes sense. Acquired life rights. And then no. I guess Vince also gave his blessing to this guy. Like they had a they had lunch together. And Vince was like, Well, what are you gonna put in the film? And then they kinda came to an agreement of like he don't do controversial shit. He as 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 he does with everything, he has uh, complete creative control over decisions that are made in this movie. So Including who's playing him. If you're expecting some sort of a like 
tell-all reveal behind the scenes story about that you're probably not gonna get that they're still gonna WWE their way out of certain situations in that movie but maybe just because it's an outside company doing a little push and pull with them you get a little bit more sure. than you ever would have but he's still gonna but you still don't get as much you want yeah. uh, exactly. who plays Vince McMahon in the Vince McMahon bi biopic Jack Nicholson he seems a little. I think he's well, too he's old. Too now. Short and too old. You need someone like the guy is gonna like a lot. A lot of the Vince stuff is gonna be him young. Yeah. How about how about Michael Fassbender? Okay. Sure. I can get on that bandwagon. I can see that stuff. working. If you just give him like the pompadour, mm -hmm. teach him how to do the walk. Yep. Buff him up a little bit. We're golden. Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, don't like it. No, I hate it. Doesn't like it. He's the guy who played Doctor Strange, and he plays Sherlock. Uh, he, he could be Shane, maybe. Okay. Here comes the money. Or actually, Matthew Broderick would be good at Shane. Matthew Broderick really, really doing the uh, Ferris Bueller though. <laughs> sure. Like I want Shane McMahon stopping to look at the camera and talk to it. Yep. Well, my dad, uh, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of an icon. What about Steph? That's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know who could play Steph. The girl who played the original. Uh, Kimberly, whatever. Sure. Okay. We all, we all picked one. All right. Ric Flair. Woo. Zzz. Uh, fiance. Wendy Barlow, Barlow, hospitalized after, quote, serious car accident, unquote. Sorry, the quotes were around serious. It was a car accident. That is not up for debate. All right. Uh, Hall of Famer Ric Flair announced Tuesday his fiance was hospitalized following a car accident. He says, freeze, 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 pray, <laughs> freeze, pray for my wife. Please pray for my fiance who was just in a serious car wreck. She is at the hospital. All right. Cause of the accident has yet to be revealed, and Barlow's condition is unknown. Don't they, text uh, and they, they worked together when Flair returned to WCW in 1993, if you didn't know. She played the role of Fifi the Maid, assisting on Flair's... Oh, this is weird. Flair's Flair for the Gold talk show and escorting him to the ring before matches. Apparently, Ric Flair had a talk show. I don't what, know. A, what a storied history they have. Yeah. Their fiancés now. Yep. Their fiancés. What else do I got? Uh, Baron Corbin, this is not really news. This is kayfabe, but you might have missed it. He's suspended. Just quotes under suspended. Yeah. Uh, for shoving an official. So you might not see him for a little while. Da-da-da-da. Uh, John Cena benched a shitload of weight for his 60th birthday. I mean, 40th birthday. It's weird that he's 40. It is weird. What was it? 600 and 100 billion pounds? Yeah, something like that. It was 600 something. Yeah. Low 600. Very low 600. I'm thinking sub 610. 602 pounds. There it is. Uh, also, that's a deadlift, not a bench press. All right. Uh, don't know what either of those are. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you don't know what a bench press is. <laughs> uh, da -da, da -da. So he can literally... I mean, it would be tougher with a human body, but he could pick up, deadlift, anybody in the WWE. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily. <clears throat> Which is alarming. That's, that's a lot. Is it easier? It's easier to deadlift than bench press, yeah? I guess. 
probably depends. I thought it was tougher to deadlift. Well, I mean, because you can deadlift, so you can use your legs and like oh, yeah. Know, yeah. Whereas true. bench press, you're just well, I guess using bench your pecs. Is only yeah. Never mind. I take like it. I don't think he could. I don't think he could bench press 602 pounds. I'll say that. Well, only one way to find out. Uh, ask the man to do it. I guess. Yep. He'll do it. 40 years old. That is fucked. It's kind of weird to think that Cena's that old, isn't it? He's the same age as Boris. Wow. I didn't even realize that until right now. They were born in the same year. They're like the same person. Just it went in different career directions. <laughs> and actually went, like, in the scope of careers, went in very similar career directions. Sure. Just uh, different sides of the coin. Yeah. A little bit different gimmicks, I think. Yeah. But Maybe different fitness levels. Sure. Although Boris is closing the gap rapidly. Man, he is. He, Both are uh, corny dads. I guess Cena's not a dad. He's not a dad. He makes dad jokes, though. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Fun fact about Charlotte. This is the fun fact. That's all. Um, She's the first woman in WWE history to main event a Raw, a SmackDown, and a pay-per-view. Wow. There you go. That's off to her. That's just a fun fact. Fun fact. I brought some fun facts. You guys have fun? I'm having so much fun, so Brandon. Uh, um, speaking of Charlotte, before we move on, actually. Speaking of fun. Uh, Jim Ross apparently said that he thinks Charlotte could be the Hulk Hogan of the WWE women's division. Charlotte is making yeah, amazing strides to up her game, and that's what uh, one often gets when you combine a world-class athlete with flair DNA and seemingly an obsession to be the best ever in the game. She's quickly developing into the Hulk Hogan of her gender in WWE. It's not far-fetched whatsoever to think that Charlotte will headline a major pay-per-view someday in the future if things continue to progress. Didn't she already? Major pay-per-view. Oh. Like a like a big four, we're I thinking? Think that's probably what he means. Or a mania? Good Lord. Wouldn't that be something? Eh? It would be so, be a, that would be a big deal. Yes, it would. Uh, on Jim Ross, sad news, well... We broke the sad news a long time ago, but the cause of uh, death for Jim Ross, or J- Jan Ross, wife of uh, WWE broadcaster Jim Ross, has officially been ruled an accident, and my phone just crashed. I figured that it would be an accident. But that is the most important part of that story. Considering she was hit on a moped. Yes. Yeah. Like, just seems like it would be like a road accident mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. think anything was like a malicious, like, they put a hit on her. Sure. Uh, I got to, a little news too. Tajiri done with uh, WWE. Uh, he's said he had been healed up for a while, and they'd just been using him as a, a guest coach at the Performance Center. And he's headed back to Japan to his promotion. Uh, Sin Cara got some new gear. This is news from Brando. Looks like um, what does it look like from PWA? What's the gimmick, Warren? I wasn't listening to what you were saying. Uh, the Sin Cara gear. <laughs> oh, uh, Nightmare Number One. Yeah, it's like Nightmare Number One. Yeah, I was wondering what that so. was from when you said that. I was like, I don't know who that. Yeah, it's I a, thought it reminded. Well, it didn't look like him, but it reminded me of uh, Raiden. Raiden. Raiden from uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, lots good. Of, lots of lightning going on. Uh, Crazy Steve debatably going to WWE. Apparently, he has a tryout at the Performance Center. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he can do outside of the TNA being a clown gimmick. I bet you his name won't be Crazy Steve. It was Crazy Steve because there was double Z's. No, don't call him fucking. Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve. That's, no, that's a what they already call him. Stupid name. That's what they already call him, though. In the WWE. No, in and TNA. Oh, he's. It, he was Crazy okay. Steve, but it's spelled Crazy. All right. 
Uh, then the last piece of news is also TNA related, and probably the biggest news. And the biggest news is the Big Papa Pump has returned. Scott Steiner. You were pretty excited about that. I he, am. Nobody loves Scott Steiner like I love Scott Steiner, damn it. He looks awful. Like, I just saw the screenshot of him wearing that leather jacket with the fucking chain, chain link The chain nail or whatever. And, oh, God, he looks so bad. He does look pretty bad. Have so you bad. not seen what he looked like on the indies the past couple of years? I have with the new tattoos and yeah. stuff and everything. Like, he is. It's just disgusting. But I hope good he's. Good Lord. It's so funny because the day before he showed up at that taping, I was just like, I needed to hear the Smojo at Sacrifice promo. Yeah, yeah. So then that just led me on a YouTube tirade of just like all this different shit that he had said. And there's that one point with Christian when he was in TNA, Christian goes, well, who's our tag partner going to be? And Steiner means to say, what do I look like? Nostradamus. But he goes, what do I look like? Quasimodo. And then he just like. <laughs> Christian starts laughing and Steiner's like, huh, why are you laughing? So, I don't know. Steiner's, Steiner's the He's fucking man. He's all right in our oh, books. The man's insane. I love Scott Steiner. So, that's the news. Hey, um, Shinsuke Nakamura mm-hmm. uh, did a lovely little teaser for the internet fans on his Instagram mm-hmm. in which he took a selfie of him making a strange face. Uh, the caption says, see you later, buddy, dot, dot, dot. Him making a strange face. And in the background is AJ Styles. Oh. So there's a nice little tease for People a future program. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, the Hardy Boys' final indie date is this weekend. They are officially WWE property following that. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, how about this story? The okay. Miz. The Miz did an interview with our good, good friends over at Uproxx. We steal notes from on wrestling almost all the time. Bless you up, Rocks. Not this week, though, we're not. Uh, he talked about his role in the Marine 5, and they asked him what his dream project is. Scotty, you will love this. Uh, I think anyone's dream project right now, this is a quote from The Miz, I think anyone's dream project right now is the is how amazing the Marvel DC comic book era is really coming together and really blowing up the scene. To be totally honest with you, I applied very hard to get the role of Deadpool. Jesus. I would have killed myself. <laughs> uh, and he didn't get it? Uh, I could at, at the same time though, I can kind of see how the, he would kind of work a little bit with that. It is always important to remember that WWE actor or WWE performers only look like good actors compared to the other WWE performers. The Rock <laughs> The best guy to ever come out of there isn't actually even a good actor. He just plays himself. Yeah, he just plays himself. Mm. I think it's important to remember that The Miz is actually an awful, awful actor. I, I've never seen one of his films, so I can't critique. Although I'm real that, tempted that, to see that, that newest that Marine fair. film. The new one? With, with all the, of them with in it? With everybody in it? Yeah, it's a selling point for me. I like me. how they did that thing on Raw where, like, oh, look at all the stars of the Marine except Bo Dallas. We don't need to interview him. Yeah, Bo Dallas. Oh, fuck that guy. I kind of forgot that Bo Dallas was a thing. Uh, two NXT talents got released, Chris Atkins and Andrea Ocampa. Neither of these people ever made it to TV as far as I know. Chris Atkins. Does that name sound that. familiar? That, that's not that Tino Sabatelli guy, is it? I don't know. I thought his name was Tino Sabatelli, unless that's his real name. He was a football player, yep. And then uh, rumor has it guy. Uh, the guy who won Tough Enough, Josh, is like right on the block, like, 
he'll probably get released. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Maybe before the next Sapod comes out. The oh, Yeti. The Yeti. The Yeti. Yeah. The guy who buried Jobbers on TV, and then everyone was like, "Buddy, you're not even on TV. Don't say shit." That man was large, but not um, in charge. So is this Chris Atkins guy, though. Jesus Christ, that's big a big boys. dude. Is this, was he Dan Matha? No, good looking cat though. I'll give him that. Kind of looks like Cody Rhodes a little bit. Except I prettier. Like Dan Matha is he still He's still down there? Yeah. Oh yeah, good. Oh yeah. He was the guy who they like built up really big, right? And then got like Joe. Then he, yeah, then he just got work. rolled by Joe. He that was great. Joed. That was great. Good. All right. Uh, anything else news wise before we jump into the raw? Nope. I have nothing. No, nothing. I'm good. All yeah. right. Let's do it. Jump away. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall, the saints, and across the nation. And it's a Sprint Center Arena in Kansas City, Missouri, is the site of Monday Night Raw. And the show opens with uh, what was announced as the final episode of Chris Jericho's highlight reel on Raw. Mm. Since if he wins his U.S. championship, then he'll be flipping over to SmackDown. Mm. Jericho was interrupted by The Miz and Maurice, who said Raw was, in fact, no longer Jericho, and announced the show was canceled. Uh, the show being highlight reel. Right. I'm with uh, you. Was being replaced by Miz TV. So they loaded up the ring with the Miz TV set, the rug, the chairs. And the fucking TV floated Jeritron away into heaven. went bye-bye. Uh, just as Miz TV began, Dean Ambrose came out and called Miz a stupid idiot, replaced Miz TV with the set of his own talk show, The Ambrose Asylum. Uh, ridiculous that there was no plan when that is the... Only fucking thing you know about his show. What did he reveal again? There was something under that cloth. What was under there? I thought the plant died. Well, the plant did die, but I feel like he should have had some homage to it. Because that was what the Ambrose Asylum was, right? Because they brought that stool in, and there was something under a cloth of where, like, where the plant was. Was it, it, was the, was it the present that he gave to Jericho? That's probably what it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I like them changing the sets because that's normally not a thing you see on TV. It was funny. Normally, I think that only the live crowd gets to see. So, but it also reminds you of how many dumb fucking talk shows they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. They put that you, right in the spotlight when there. there's three on one fucking brand. Mm. Um, Ed should have come bum, up. Ed, yeah, and then fucking and then Piper Kirsten. comes back from the grave. Yeah. Jeez. Um. Oh, that's over the line. <laughs> fucking. Talking about putting a hit on Jr.'s wife 20 minutes ago. I didn't say anything about that. Don't call me out for that. Jesus. Uh, Ambrose uh, then presented... I think it's funny. Fuck you, Brands. Presented Jericho with a new light-up jacket to replace the one he destroyed last year. I thought this was nice. It was just a shitty old suit jacket with, like, Christmas lights on it, which was great. Uh, Not even all the lights worked the on it. The thought that counts. And then he hit the uh, Dirty Deeds on the Miz yet again. He's done that so many times. Yep. In the last, like, month and a half. Mm-hmm. Imagine how many times he's done it in the past calendar year. I like the callback to the Jericho Ambrose stuff from last year. Um, I just I thought it was a cool little way that, hey, we're both babyface now. Remember when we didn't like each other? Here's the jacket that I tore. Like, I thought that was yeah. brilliant. And Jericho saying, I oh, still owe me $15,000. Right. This was a very funny segment. Yeah. It was a fun way to start. It got a little long, I thought, yeah. as we say with most funny segments. Right. They should be shorter. Wrap it up. Same yeah. with most but opening segments, too, generally are a little on the longer side. It was okay. It worked out. 
Uh, Matt Hardy and Sheamus had a match. Both Jeff Hardy and Cesaro were ringside. Matt Hardy pinned Sheamus following a twist of fate, which he sold properly. Yeah, were you excited Thank to see Christ someone for that? It? Yep. Um, just like last week, there was a post-match handshake between the teams. Uh, this one, it seemed like Cesaro was a little more reluctant this week than Sheamus. And it was Sheam- flipped the week before. Sheamus has been like the 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 guy. Oh, it was flipped before. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I was. Uh, maybe I missed it. I thought both times it seemed like Sheamus was the like. Yeah. No. Let's. Yeah. Let's no, shake yeah, hands. Sheamus no. Sheamus was reluctant and kind of a dick before. Yep. Gotcha. Um, Miz and Maurice talked to Kurt Angle backstage. Uh, so okay, we were discussing at this point how we like that Kurt Angle is just kind of this this. Older guy. Little out of touch. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't really get the whole, because he's like talking on a corded phone when this segment starts. So I'm like, guy doesn't even have a fucking cell phone. Like, that's good. That's good (laughs) shtick. Obviously, it was all just so that Miz could come in and hang the phone up on him. Right. Which was a weird thing for them to force in there. But that's how that started. Um, Angle puts him in a tag match against Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho, telling the Miz to find his own partner. Sets that up. That would be your main event later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Gallagher and Austin. Actually, you know you know how wrestling has ruined me? We were talking. This is a little off topic. We were talking uh, when we were live on Saturday for when the Oilers won the series against the Sharks. Yeah. We were watching the Habs game in which Brendan Gallagher scored a goal. And we're live on the air. And McCord goes, who got the goal in that game? I didn't see who it was. And I'm like, oh, it was Brendan Gallagher. And he, like, immediately called me out. He's like, did yeah. you just say Gallagher? Yeah. That's the wrestler, you idiot. And I'm like, come <laughs> on. You didn't have to call me out. It's ruined me. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, Jack Gallagher and Austin Aries in a tag match against TJ Perkins and Neville. Aries pinned Perkins after successfully during, delivering his discus five arm. That's a dumb name for a thing. I don't mind it, actually. I like it. It's fun. It's, yeah. it's supposed to be dumb. I think It works I for him because he is such an idiot sometimes. That it just seems like something that he would say. Sure. That he's like, ah, it's not a forearm, it's a five arm. Five's better than four. But uh, I, I'm still into this feud. I'm still digging yeah. the the addition of TJ Perkins with Neville. And, I mean, Aries continues to be tremendous. I don't think you're going to get a bad match out of him and Neville if they go one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm still in on that. The TJP thing is a nice extra layer on it now. Sure. Yeah. I And I'd like... A heel TJP. Again, they need to change the music. That's the biggest gripe. Or at least change the Titantron or something. Something's got to change. He's got to like make it dark. Right. To a degree. Just I will, to really hammer it home. I will even say that I don't like... like It's not that I even like heel TJP. It's that I know he needs a change. It's not like he's been... What I've seen him do has not been doing anything for me still. But maybe that'll come when they kind of change his look a little bit sure. more. Because right now I'm just like, okay, now you you still seem boring. You're just a boring bad guy now than a boring good guy. Uh, then we had the dumpster match. This was set up when uh, last week Braun Strowman picked Kalisto up and threw him in the dumpster, which we all had a good laugh at because it was funny and how he completely disappeared amongst all the bags of garbage that were in this dumpster. Mm-hmm. Uh, first dumpster match in WWE in 17 years, for the record. Historic. There's only been three in history, I believe they said. Good Lord. And this is the first on Raw, I believe they also said. I did not fact check and yeah. go back to see who the other two were. We were saying uh, might be uh, Duke the Dumpster or whatever yeah. that guy's name was. The fucking trash man okay. gimmick. Maybe well, isn't one of them to... Terry Funk as Chainsaw Charlie? 
Maybe. And Cactus like Jack him. versus the New Age Outlaws. That's when he goes off the stage. Oh, yeah, that must have been one. That makes sense. I just thought maybe they threw him in a I thought that was on Raw back in the day, but maybe it was I thought wasn't. I remember them saying this was the first one on Raw, but you could be very... It's hard to tell. Sometimes they fucking lie to your face sometimes on That's WWE. very true. They do they that do, quite often, actually. They just cross their fingers and hope you don't ever go look it up. They're like, please don't Google it. Or, do, or be older than fucking 20 and mm. remember shit. Sun's coming out, fellas. It's going to be a great day after all. Look at that. Right in our window here. Uh, there's no article on there that says anything about the history of the dumpster match. So That's fine. Oh, it doesn't have a wiki page? Somebody wants to uh, do that for us. Do that for us. That wouldn't be the worst thing. Although there is this 25 most bizarre matches on the WWE.com. What's number one? Um... <laughs> Uh, the guts, the Kali Punjabi prison. Match. Oh, that's that shouldn't be. That's not that bad. I actually kind of like those that was matches. Dumb. It was very dumb. <laughs> in, in concept, I thought they were spectacular. Well, it's not dumb. It's the 25 most bizarre match. It was a bizarre match. Never been seen before, never been seen since. Sure, I guess so. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. All right. I was hoping it would be like something stupid on a pole. Oh, well, that's, I'm sure that's on the list as well. <laughs> uh, Kalisto and Braun Strowman. Uh, the match ended when Kalisto, standing inside the ring, drop kicked Strowman, who was on the apron, in the knees, sending him into the dumpster, stationed at ringside, sending him standing into the dumpster. You, it's like he just stepped into the garbage. Right, like he jumped off the apron backwards and just happened to land the bottom of his feet uh. inside this dumpster. Yes. And apparently that is enough for you to win yeah. a dumpster match. No, it reminds no me of for where. It's like when Cody Rhodes beat Big Show in a tables match. I remember that. When, like, stepped on it Stepped or on it and it cracks. Yes. Like, it reminded me just of that where it's just like, oh, giant guy. Oh, and he's all of a sudden on the object of the gimmick. And, and the other guy wins. Yeah. Um, Big Show should not have stepped on the table. Strowman got uh, all upset about that. He got back in the ring, beat the shit out of Kalisto. Uh, he was doing this really cool thing where he's picking him up from the prone position in like a choke slam with one hand and then just slamming him back down. He did that like three times. Yeah, it was that really cool. Tremendous. He like lawn darted him. That might have been in the match actually, where he just yeah. like threw him feet first with his face pointing downwards. And I like when these two go because yeah. Braun looks so fucking great you could in have, these matches. You could probably do a pretty good match with these guys without a dumpster. I, um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But uh, alas, you look, there was a dumpster in this one. So <laughs> Kalisto gets new music and uh, oh, right. a new mask where he's kind of like Drago from Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, just interesting that finally he's getting his own stuff, unfortunately, on a week where you're going to get destroyed. But I guess that'll be something that... But he got a he win. Won. Yeah. He won. He won. He did he win. How many people can say they beat Braun Strowman thus I said far? this to Warren. Like, Him and, and I, Roman. It kind of sounds like I'm contradicting myself here because I thought the finish was in an, in itself stupid with him like just kind of stepping into the garbage. Um, but at the same time, I was like, both guys kind of come out of here with that thought in your head where it's like, oh, that was okay for them. That was a good night. Because Braun obviously has a fluky loss and then destroys him. So you're like, well, Braun's still an animal. But Kalisto, it's like, yeah, he fucking beat Braun Yeah, Strowman. it really doesn't hurt either shit. guy. Like, I think Kalisto goes into his next match hot as hell because he's like, I beat Braun Strowman. I knocked him in a garbage. <laughs> I like how also the latches on the garbage where it was like, okay, we got to keep you in there so the lid doesn't pop off. Yeah, put the fucking... But I guess the kayfabe of it is if you're Braun Strowman, you've just trapped him inside it. 
Yeah, you can't get out of so that. So there's a little bit of logic and kayfabe reasoning there. Uh, that tumble off the stage was didn't look very good. Well, the stage isn't very tall anymore. No, I've like you, and I know you got to be safer than you were back in the day. But I've seen the Mick Foley one, and the Mick Foley one has been shown on replays so many times that this was like, oh, that's like a, that's like a, that's like two steps. That's sure. like two of the steps at our apartment that he just fell down. I hope he's okay. Um, WrestleMania. XIV. What the fuck is XIV? 10. That's 14. 14 uh, was Cactus Jack, Chainsaw Charlie defeating the New Age Outlaws in a dumpster match for the tag team championships. And then they must have got locked in the dumpster afterwards. So I. Thrown off the stage. And JR was like, Oh, you want to tell me they learn how to fall? <laughs> how do you learn to fall off a 20 foot ladder? There's the line. That's right. Um, I wonder if that was leading to WrestleMania. When they got pushed off the stage. Maybe. And then they're like, let's have a trash. Yeah, let's have a fucking dumpster match. It's possible. Uh, Okay, so Strowman puts Kalisto in the dumpster. um, Like, did the buckles. I don't know what the fucking technical term for those fucking ropes that he fucking used the thing. But anyways, uh, tightened her up real nice so that the thing wouldn't pop open and he didn't come flying out. And then pushed him off of the ramp, which was about a three-foot drop? Four-foot, maybe? Didn't look yeah, big. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, it's like two steps at our apartment. It was nothing. And, like, he should have flipped him. I think. I think I, he should have, like, pushed and, like... Maybe he wanted to, flip. and it didn't work. Or maybe they're just like, no, you that's do dangerous. That. <laughs> I mean, if you pad the shit out of the inside of it, sure, it wouldn't be the worst thing. It looked like it had a bit of padding, Or if sure. there's some sort of a, like, harness... In there that mm-hmm. you can like while he's pushing up the ramp, he just like he's tightens like, the buck, thing up like so a that car he's, seat. Like, yeah, he's yeah. Just like all right, something like that. Get in your know. car seat, Kalista. He never he saw in the, He looks in the lid before he like straps it down, you so did. he's probably like, "You're ready to go. <laughs> We're going." Not finished with you yet. <laughs> uh, um. Okay, so there was chance for Roman Reigns in the segment. He did not show up. Kalisto got stretchered out, and uh, that was the end of that segment. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt showed up in the Titan Tron, said some uh, Bray Wyatt-y things about his upcoming House of Horrors match against Randy Orton. Apparently, as was revealed on the Talking Smack, mm-hmm. this match will start somewhere and will finish in the ring. So that's I'm, all we know at this point. I am tremendously excited for that. I don't know if, if if I would use the word excited for oh. me. Were you oh. excited for total nonstop deletion? I'm tremendously interested to see what it looks like. I can't say they've excited me. <laughs> pure, pure excitement for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, going to be so dumb. Yes, it is. Yes. I just love the fact I want to know how that. they get to the ring. <laughs> like the fact that survey out there, too, of just like, what, what do you want to see in here? It's like Vince being like, God damn it. What will please you in a match like this? Like he should have just asked Matt Hardy, like, hey, how do you do things like this? <laughs> and you got to wonder if there's going to be this part that is not in the ring. Is it going to be total nonstop deletion-y? Or like backstage? I think like it might be like, it could be, yeah. It'll probably be like the Wyatt compound fight. But you have to think how many special effects are going to be used. And if you can really properly shoot that just as a normal WWE one camera following the action. Or if it's got to be a lot of like... After Randy effects. Orton. Randy Orton turns, and there's Bray Wyatt in a mirror. Like, sure, it's it. I'm sure that's going to be a little bit of everything in that match. Warren, I'm so excited. No, double <laughs> double down on holograms. No, no. Uh, Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox had what I'm going to loosely call a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooke scored the pinfall victory over Fox, allowing uh, following a 
Mishinoku driver, super quotes. Uh, Emma then re uh, Emma then entered the ring, gave Dana a hug, which seemed unappreciated by Dana. She had time for a cup of tea after she dropped Dana and before she sat down on the Mishinoku driver. So Dana's a face now? Yeah, Dana's yeah. been a face for a long time. Like a month. So then she started, okay. She got turned on by Charlotte, thus making her a face. Okay, the crowd still boos her. It's not like boos her like a heel. It's just go away heat. Like they I don't, didn't hear any booze. Uh, but she's just terrible. Like, crowds don't, like, nobody's excited. It's not like anyone's oh, like. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's not quiet. Like, it's not like Roman. It's not like, fuck this guy. It's like. No one cares. Time Meh. for a piss. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Samoa Joe, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson cut a promo backstage where they promised they would destroy Seth Rollins, Enzo Mori, and Big Cass in their six-man tag. Later in the evening, Samoa Joe got the hit, the, the two-sweet. There you go. Which is kind of, I pop for that. Yeah. It's fun. I uh, I like that. Actually, I kind of like the three of these guys together, just just based on how they looked and it, how they Joe reacted. would be a cool fit with these guys, wouldn't he? Put him in a club. It'd be great. It'd be great. Uh, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and Big Cass defeated Samoa Joe and Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Before the match started, uh, the heels jumped Enzo and Cass on their way to the ring. Uh, Rollins ran down for the save, eventually clearing house. Enzo was ruled unfit to compete, so Kurt Angle replaced him with Finn Balor. Uh, Rollins finished off Anderson with a flying knee strike after first setting up for and then waving off the pedigree. Mm-hmm. Seeing Balor versus the club is interesting. Yeah, That's true. I never even thought of that, actually. Where you're like, ooh, a little club cross over there. You think they would have maybe done some spot where they're just like, yeah, we know what's up here. Yeah. But it's fine that they don't. I it's, like uh, I like that uh, Seth Rollins isn't using the pedigree anymore. I didn't like him using it in the first place, but at least there was a logic to it. Oh yeah, he's using like um, you know, fucking running knee. Yeah, it's Kenny Omega's using the exact same move, calling it the V trigger. Remember yeah. when he broke John Cena's nose with this move? That was a great uh, night. Is this? I don't know. This looked like a different move than that. It, it was the same sort of flying it's high knee. Similar. He, yeah. Now he kind of like sets him up for it. Yeah, he like holds on to when his he did arm it to John. Side. It, oh, I feel like when he did it to John, it was like a he just running jumped jump. and kicked. It was like a running jumping knee almost. Yeah, but still, great. same old knee. Good. I'd, I'd rather him use that than the pedigree. So yeah, Although it was time it for weird him to... for a guy who's been had his knee injured twice in the last year to use it as a weapon to now. Decide, but... Yeah, to decide. You know what? I'm gonna <laughs> unless go with it's my the knee. other knee, yeah. I guess. Which it, is or it could be like a, a Lex Luger thing where they're like, he's got a steel plate in there it, now. It's a biotic <laughs> knee. Yeah. <laughs> that can't be legal. Uh, Alexa Bliss came to the ring. She ran down the Raw Women's Champion, Bailey. Uh, she came out and told Bliss to say it to her face. Bliss then called her a pathetic, sheltered child and promised to humiliate her in front of her family at Payback on Sunday as the event is in Bailey's hometown of San Jose, California, where they have a horrible hockey team who is probably still going to be sulking on Sunday. <laughs> Sasha Banks then came out to Bailey's defense and challenged Bliss to a match. Bailey's promo here was terrible. She's awkward and not in a good way. No, I thought it was going to be like, maybe they can do this whole, like, she's not great on the mic, but it's kind of awkward and quirky, but you still mm. love her. And it's like, uh, it's died down a lot. I think uh, Alexa is tremendous on the stick. So good, yeah. Did, did you guys think she's going to take it on Sunday? I don't know. They've done so many times, even in the past year of, oh, it's your hometown. Well, you need to lose that maybe this is the I one time that they really, don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I uh, I agree with Warren that I think Alexa Bliss is going to be really – because I don't think she's a bad worker either. I think all of her flaws in the ring come from her being so much goddamn shorter than everyone else. Mm. Um. And 
I agree with Bailey. Like I was saying to you while we were watching it, it feels like she's just on the cusp of not knowing what she's about to say during all her lines. Like she like, so that's why I was thinking that I'm going to beat you at my hometown in San Jose. Mm. And like, it's probably just her delivery. Yep. But for me, it's like, are you like stalling to try and remember your next line? <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think she'll win. I think they want Charlotte to win the SmackDown Championship before Alexa wins the Raw. Okay. Just so that Charlotte can be the first. Of the shakeup girls to get it? Well, the first, yeah, two-time champion on each brand. I think they want that to be a Charlotte thing more than an Alexa thing. Okay. Yeah. Although it would be really cool for Alexa to get it, too. Um, It'll be interesting when we do uh, payback predictions at the end. Which I totally forgot we needed to do. So I'm playing with the card right now. Yes. Um, Sasha Banks defeated Alexa Bliss. Uh, Bliss purposely took the count at loss following a brief match against the boss. Uh, Bailey then ran after Bliss, who outsmarted her and jumped her from behind. Then Sasha ran to Bailey's aid and chased Alexa Bliss off. So, Bliss off, if you will. Yes. Dean Ambrose approached Chris Jericho backstage and asked if he would remove his name from the list. Jericho obliged, scratching Ambrose's name out, and then rewrote it as soon as Ambrose walked away because he slapped him in the back too hard too many times. Yes, that was dumb, but I was okay with it. Mm. Uh, Charlie Caruso is interviewing Slater, Axel, regarding their role in the Marine 5. This is the segment we were talking about a little bit earlier. The Miz walks in. Uh, tries to recruit them to be his tag team partner. Rhino then appeared and offered Maurice some crackers. She refused. She knocked the plate over. The crackers Rhino's were faces. stuck to his chest. His uh, Rhino's facials are so good. Yes. He went from anger to just sadness. Like, so oh, oh. That's a good character. I like what they're doing with Rhino. No crackers for you. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's the end of that. Uh, Paula Cruz and... Kurt Hawkins. This was another one of Kurt Hawkins' open challenges. Uh, Cruz won following an enziguri into a spin-out powerbomb. After the match, Titus O'Neil showed up to take an in-ring selfie with Cruz, which actually turned out to be a really funny picture. Mm-hmm. Do you see the tweet I retweeted for that? Where it's like, when you ain't seen your dad since 93, oh, but he shows up on draft day? <laughs> That's a racist joke is what that is. It's still timely. Uh, Michael Cole announced Kaliso suffered hip and cervical trauma from the aftermath of the dumpster match earlier in the evening. So that's... Nobody likes the cervical trauma. No, that's the worst kind. No. I love Chris, my cervix. Not your cervix. Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose uh, taking on The Miz, who comes out before the match, reveals his mystery partner is going to be... Nobody. Oh. He got a note from somebody that or an he email got very or excited something? about. But we then came to the ring and announced that here he comes, and then he never came out. So Kurt Angle comes out. I first of all, the, the only the only gripe that I have with Kurt Angle, uh-huh. and his character has been great in the backstage segments. It's when he comes out and he's doing the like Hall of Fame style wave of like, yes, hello, it's good to be back. Yeah, don't do that. I don't need you to see you do that. Yeah. You should just come out and be like. <laughs> I'm the GM. You were doing this match. Like I don't. It's it's weird to see. Him I feel like he's like this. trying to like acknowledge that that he hears the crowd chant and it's not bothering him. Right. Which you don't need to do. No, we already know it they're gonna they're him. gonna you suck you no matter what. Yeah, like, it's and, just gonna happen. And you can just stop acknowledging that they're doing it. Right. Exactly. 
Um, so Angle ordered the match to continue, partner or no partner, which resulted in Jericho and Ambrose taking Miz uh, and beating him up essentially all over the arena. And then suddenly the lights go out as Dean Ambrose has uh, uh, the Miz on the table at the top of the ramp. Lights go out, come back on, and it's Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. is the partner, which is a very strange thing to see. He's got so much going on it's right so now. so fucking convoluted. Uh, he hit him with the sister Abigail into the Titan Tron, which has apparently a lot of give to it. It didn't look very uh, good. He then hit Jericho with the sister Abigail in the ring, followed by another sister Abigail on The Miz. Uh, and I guess the match was just called off because there was no pinfall or anything. It just ended with... Or a DQ. Uh, with Bray taunting over The Miz. Yep. And that's how the show ended. That was really fucking weird. It was a I really think cold ending. This means, to me... Yeah, what is shitty for a pay, uh, a go home of a pay per view? That they're putting the Bray uh, Finn thing on ice for a while, and you might get Bray involved in the Intercontinental picture. Okay. For the next little bit, um, and then maybe like a SummerSlam, you bring back the Bray and Finn stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure, something bigger. It feels might like well a bigger, wait, bigger wait show. For a bigger show to yeah. do it. Yep. Exactly. So, uh, studs and duds. Hmm, I'm actually going to give my stud to the, the first segment, even though it ran a little bit long. Sure. I found myself chuckling a few times during it, mm-hmm. which is hard to do in wrestling. Uh, my dud will be that women's match with uh, Dana. Uh, my studs are the club and Joe. My duds would be Bailey this week. Fair. Uh, I will give my stud to um, Kurt Angle. He's very funny in his backstage segments. Mm-hmm. I enjoy what he's doing with that character. Uh, my dud will also be the women's match because I don't think it was very good at all. Tough uh, tough week for the women on Raw. That's right. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a much better Raw than last week, though. I didn't feel like it was, bar. A, it was a task for me to get through this right. one. So, Although I remember at the end of it, maybe just because the ending was so cool for me, uh, like cool, not like cold, not cool, like neat, mm. um, that I was like, oh, fuck, SmackDown's Gonna have this in the bag again. I was just like, it was better than the Raw the previous week, but I was like, why am I excited for payback after Raw? I mean, thing? it's important to remember because we always say, oh, this is a go sh- go home show. That's disappointing. Go home shows are almost never good. I know. I don't know why we set up a bar, but I think we're like we grew up thinking go home shows meant something. You'd yeah. think that's what they would use it for, but. Yeah, like you're trying to get somewhere the, down the line. They change their mentality on that, obviously. Well, and for me, it's always been like, what do I love about wrestling? It's the stuff you don't see coming. And the last show before a pay-per-view, there's not really a whole lot of don't see coming they can do because they've <clears throat> sold you the card already. Like they're, they're like, this is our card. They already built it for yeah. you. Like honestly, Bray Wyatt showing up and beating the shit out of two guys is <clears throat> probably one of the most surprising things you could do, given that, I mean, you kind of know. You can't 180 on programs. You can't 180 on uh, feuds or anything right before. Uh... That's why the ones after pay-per-views are so exciting because you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I wonder who they're going to pair up with who. I wonder yep. who's going to come back. Very true. All right. Um, let's do SmackDown. Down live from Des Moines, Iowa, the Slipknot Arena. Is that actually what it's called? No, that's just all I know that's from Iowa. Slipknot. Okay. 
Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura starts off the show. He's interviewed by Renee Young, but is quickly interrupted by Dolph Ziggler, who made multiple Michael Jackson jokes, including the Simpsons episode reference, which I did pop for. I fucking, like I hated this. To like a 20-year-old episode, too. Yeah, it's like, like 25 years old, that episode. Michael Jackson stuff. And if you would have just, like, for me, if you would have just said one thing, I would have been like, oh, it's from the Simpsons episode. But he said so much yeah. stuff about it. Originally, I didn't know where he was going with it. So when he's like, Shinsuke Nakamura is not even your real name. His real name's Michael. And I was like, oh, how funny would it be if we just tried to pass it off that, like, Nakamura is some average kid who just grew up in, like, whatever, like, neighborhood kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But he's doing a bunch of Michael Jackson shtick. Um, Dolph calls him overrated. Uh, Shinsuke replies with, what's your problem? Then talks in Japanese. Uh, ends it with jackass. Dolph takes a cheap shot uh, kick. Nak slammed him, kind of. Uh, goes for the Kinshasa knee, but Ziggler rolled out of the way. Uh, they're building the feud decently well, I think. Uh, you never know until you get a few more uh, appearances from Shinsuke, but I think they're going to start calling him the artist yeah. known as Shinsuke Nakamura, like they call him Gentleman Jack Gallagher. And like they that were calling him. Me. Like they're doing like, like outlandish they did it a swan lot of, there. Yeah, yeah. Like they this did it is a their lot thing. Of times. And when they did it like the third time, I was like, oh, they're going to try and get that over. I mean, First time I heard it, I was like, okay, neat. And I then did, I was totally. like, by the third time, I was like, oh, shit, this yeah, is a thing. I'm they're like, going for it. Yeah. On the, on not the sliding shirt. scale of things that they can call people, though, that's not the worst. I mean, it's going to get really Better than outlandish. Tiring. But, yeah. What was, there was another one recently that they really fucking really tried to get over, and it didn't work, and they just ended up dropping it. I can't remember. Maybe I'm even thinking of, like. Someone's first name. The champ that runs the camp, because that also wasn't very good. No. They rammed that face that runs the place for a real long time. Yeah. Well, that one obviously has legs because someone has been using it for years. Yeah, true. Speaking of face that runs the place, AJ Styles versus Baron Von Baron Corbin. Kevin Owens on commentary. Uh, pretty good match. Um, although I think it's n- not possible for AJ to have a bad match. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Challenge. Accepted. I think Roman Reigns' best match by far was against AJ Styles. Still, sure. yeah, I agree. I agree. Yep. yep. So uh, my notes are: AJ's kick, uh, Pele kick is a thing of beauty. Uh, Owens leaves the commentary table to try to distract AJ. AJ kicks him from the apron. Uh, Styles wins with a roll up. Then KO and Corbin beat up Styles after the match till Sammy can make the save. Uh, KO ends up blindsiding Sammy uh, and a pop up power bomb to AJ. Then poses with the U.S. title. That could be really exciting. Like all four of these guys in a feud, either together or even just like Owens and AJ versus Corbin and then Corbin and Sammy are their own feud. Mm -hmm. That could be good too. Totally. So they're, they're building that. As long as they don't do too much Owens, Sammy, because we've seen so much of it. uh, Adding those two guys makes it interesting. That's like one of those things when Sammy's music hits and he does the run out, you get excited, but you also kind of eye roll a little bit just because of how much those guys have been paired together. We're doing it again. All right. Oh, once again, those guys. One more time. One more time. Like me and Warren were making jokes about how old this program was so long ago, and they're still going. Yeah. And like, I'm sure people like me and Boris joke even more about that with being like, fuck, man, since Ring of Honor and stuff like that. They should just wrestle like twice a month for the rest of both of their careers and then retire on the same day after a match at WrestleMania. 
Sure. On a double count out. Why not? Or like a double, like both guys stay down. Speaking of this. And you're not... just like, they just killed each other. They just fought forever and then they killed each other. Yeah. Not really news, but like it's like itchy and scratchy. They'll go to the grave together yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Sammy had tweeted like, oh, I hope the Habs can pull it off or someone like that. And then Kevin Owens' dad replied on Twitter. Yeah. And then Kevin Owens is like, no, dad, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> just so funny. Like. Yeah. Obviously, those fa- they have to know each other's families and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, of but course. Was like, so saying, funny. like, what are you doing? Like, don't talk to Sammy? Yeah, it was okay. like, no, it was like, Dad, what are you doing? Don't like, console him. Yeah. Um, And, like, going back to the whole Owen-Sammy thing, like, two weeks ago I said, and I still think this way, I think it's cool if you continue to have them together just to tell that story if they've never really been to separate themselves. Mm. But I still think that you need – to give them time apart so that when they come back together, it's more of a... It means, oh, yeah, right. it means There's all this history more. between yeah. these two, right? Like, yeah. you can't just have them it week after week after week going you, against each other. You look at some of the big rivalries, and, and granted, part of the problem is that Sammy, up until now, has just not been on the level of Kevin Owens in terms of where they are right. on the card. But if you could get Sammy up there, they could be like the, the big feuds where it's like, yeah, you can come back to this every year or so, and, and it can be a big thing and a big deal because they have all the history. It's the next seat in or- Cena Orton. That's right. Austin Rock. It's Yep. Same thing. Mm-hmm. CM Punk, John Cena. Those were always good. Those were always good. Uh, we get the first Beat the Clock Challenge, the Colognes versus American Alpha. Uh, Colognes have kind of a, a remix music now. Mm. It's a little slower. I like it. It still has that weird... <laughs> thing at the start, which is fucking strange. Yeah. Oh, I really like that thing, too. Uh, both teams were looking at the clock a bunch during the match while doing the mat wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really smart tag team wrestling here. Uh, I actually feel like the clones could be something if they push them. Yeah, totally. I mean, these I guys agree. have just been banging their heads against the wall for so long, you'd hope sooner or later the wall cracks. They're tremendous wrestlers, too. Yeah, you oh, can't they're that away super from talented. Them. You just got to really work to make them serious after the jokey gimmick. Gimmicks, gimmicks that they've had over yeah. the past five years of the This Is, is this Matadors. the first time they've wrestled as the Colognes? No, they were they, originally, they, and then went while, to Matadors, yeah. and then went to Shining Stars, and now back to being just normal dudes. Right, okay. Which is... Come to Puerto Rico. Oh, I thought it was going to start with the... the do it. Oh, it didn't do it in that one. Oh, that's weird. No, it's right, I think it's right after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There it is. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, like what instrument makes that noise? Well, I'll get CFO money sign on the horn. Yeah. Figure that out. Uh, five minute mark. Uh, the clones set up for the powerbomb backstabber spot when Jason Jordan just kind of like ear hole side tackles uh, one of them out of the ring. They hit the grand amplitude, steal the win. Uh, American Alpha set the time at 517. There you go. Uh, Gable almost lost him here on that grand amplitude. Yeah, he almost did. dropped him on his head. But he didn't. And it. almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Pretty good God match, though. Like, the wrestling so far on SmackDown has been good. Oh, yeah. Yep. No complaints. Uh, we get a video message from Rusev from the gym. Says this he is wants, interesting. This is fucking weird. Says he doesn't like Shane McMahon, doesn't like Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. says he's only coming to wrestle on SmackDown Live if he gets a title match at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. What if this works? It's just, I, I don't know. I feel it's super unnecessary. Like, what... You could make him feel like a big deal, though, doing this. 
Like you can make him feel like, oh, this is a guy who can pull this off. That's holding the leverage. Even though it's just coming from him being hurt. But, okay, he didn't say main title, so it's probably just going to be the U.S. title match is what well, it's going to be. If, even uh, for me, even if it is, then at least it's like, okay, this is a heel pulling his weight, pulling his sway, using his leverage. Like, at least it's something. Like, at least it's not like... I don't know. There was something intriguing for me about him being like, I'm a big enough deal that I can just demand a title match. Otherwise, I'll leave. Like, I'm a hot free agent. I'm fucking hot shit. Well, he's not a free agent, though. He's on the SmackDown. Yeah, right. I know, but it's a lot, like, like he's acting like he's a hot and like, free agent. It, I mean, I get that we're not supposed to know that he's injured, but it's just, why did this happen to have, have to happen right now, I guess, is my biggest thing. Because there's still almost two months until Money in the Bank. Maybe he's going to hold out for a long time. Like, maybe he's still hurt. And but that's what I mean. Why why would you tease this now when you're just gonna have him go away and you probably forget about it in two weeks? Because I think he will. I think he's going to be doing not wrestling stuff like this leading up to Money in the Bank. I guess. Yeah. So we're gonna get like Rusev training yeah. videos and shit. I got more of the feel of like balls in your court, fuckers. I'm not doing anything until you guarantee my title shot. Well, next, yeah, I got ne- that too. Next week, maybe it's them being like, oh, well, we. We don't usually do that. I, we're not going to do that. And then he comes we back the next week negotiate and says something else. With terrorists, also, Rusev. Uh, seen Daniel Bryan or Shane McMahon? It's been like two weeks since either one of them has been on fucking TV. Which I'm not going to complain about. Like, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Because we had fucking JBL on Talking Smack this week. Which is terrible. I actually thought he was really good. Really good. You just hate him because the internet hates him, as usual. I hated JBL long before. No, this. you didn't. I was the first one who hated I, JBL. Yeah, I was real hipster about hipster it. JBL. Oh, hated. there was also news that we didn't talk about. Apparently, uh, Morrow got a cash settlement where he said, mm-hmm. "I'm not going to talk about it. I left. It's not because of JBL." Wink. Yep. Wink. Wink. Hashtag fire JBL. Does does a wink constitute talking about it? No. No. All right. Good. You no. got to tell that line. Yep. No DQ match between Randy Orton and Eric Rowan. Uh, immediately, they go outside the ring and brawl, which I guess is to be expected with a no DQ match. Sure. Uh, Orton kind of does a side slam on the announce table. Uh, Rowan then Irish whips uh, Orton into the stairs. Uh, Rowan hits Orton lightly with a kendo stick about three times. Just nice little little oh. whaps. Yeah, it's like... Love taps, yeah. Hey, this isn't a big program. This is to hold us over. And is watching porn in there. Yep. Damn ads. At that like moment of like, oh, I got to turn this off because I know the volume's coming. <laughs> I didn't get it in time. Uh, Rowan then goes and sets up a uh, table outside the ring. Orton pushes Rowan off the apron uh, through the table very gingerly. Like, this is a very nice protected. Hey, like, we're still going to get it in all the gimmicks and spots because oh, yeah. they had the stairs, kendo mm-hmm. stick, steel chair later that uh, Rowan also goes through. And like, Rowan just classic rules of wrestling here. You set up the gimmick, you're going through it. That's how it works, man. That's how it works. Um, RKO, Orton wins. Uh, post-match, Orton cuts a, a promo being like, I don't know what a House of Horrors match is. None of us do, Randy. But oh, I'm going to burn you. it down anyways. Good. And he's just going to bring fire. Uh, Jinder. I wind up. It's yeah. just fucking, they're going to like this face. Yeah. Just shows up to the, like... House of Horrors. That should be his gimmick. Of fuel. Yep. Randy Orton, arsonist. The same like old fucking shitty Jerry can yep. from the 1970s. The yeah, one, the, yeah one, the, the, old the one he used yeah. to burn down Wyatt's compound. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Post match, Jinder comes out. He's upset that he's being hard overlooked. Oh, hard body Mahal. The Maharaja. Yes, that's what he calls himself. <laughs> that's, that's that is indeed what he says. 
I was going to write it down and I was like, no, I don't know how to say that. I don't know. All the guys are just going to make fun of me when I say this. Yeah. Sometimes I'm all blooming. There's times I write down stuff and I'm like, yeah, I don't speak like that. So I'm not going to try to do my notes. It's a Sanskrit title for great ruler, great king or high king for the record. There you go. Nice. Shout out to the high kings. We know you bump our shit. I like actually, I like the word Maharaja. Oh yeah, it's even just word. the way he says it sounds good. How dare you disrespect the Maharaja? Like it's, it's. I think it sounds really cool. Rolls off the tongue well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he then cut a promo in Punjabi, which I think is kind of cool, especially if they're trying to reach another market demographic. Uh, Orton, it, like, does it just show that like Canadians we don't care if people speak other languages when they do it promo like Shinsuke earlier? I'm just like, oh cool. I'm sure someone's excited for this. Mm. Like I'm not like boo. Speak my language or get out of yeah. here. Because he, even that crowd was starting to give Shinsuke the what's a little bit yeah. in that promo. Love it or leave it. Which is... Like, <laughs> fit in or fuck off. That's, Holy shit. Ultra-national, nationalistic Brando. That's fucking... That's an Alberta thing is what that is. Yeah. Seen that on some bumper stickers. Stupidest fucking thing. Damn, Hicks. We live in the hip part of Canada. <sighs> I'm going to crush these beers and crush my exam. That was Brando's line last week. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> About fucking Berta kids. Did uh yeah, I didn't really talk about that. We did a story about just drunk oil riggers who uh or oil uh students trying to become oil riggers who are just watching Oilers games and then getting fucked up the next day, all day writing their exams, then going to get fucked up again. Fucking Coors Banquet yeah. puke on my shoe, man. Yeah, I got some puke on my boot. That's Coors Banquet, so I decided I'd switch it up, uh, have a little bush today. Is this a real quote? Oh, dead serious. Oh, dead serious. I'm not kidding. I watched it. Holy shit. This made the news. Wait, this made it to air? Yeah, this this was my story. (laughs) I was like, and then at the very end, just this guy with this greasy mustache being like, we're going to take it. We're going to take it, baby. Woo! (laughs) And I'm like, well, we're going out on that. (laughs) Back to you, Jen. Because if the sat pod can go out on a woo. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. Then any program can go out on a woo. Damn straight. Uh, um, Orton, Brawl's gender, the Bollywood boys come make the save. Uh, the numbers game adds up on Orton. They take the title and they leave in a limo. Uh, does the numbers game adds up on Orton constitute something that you would say, that's not how I talk, and then change it? No. No? Okay. I Just thought, I, 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 I say numbers game, don't I? No, you're right. I'm not. It's, yeah, it's, I'm not it's trying a reasonable to, thing to I'm say, not trying I think. To, yeah. yeah. All right. The second beat the clock challenge of the night. All right. What's everyone's <laughs> thoughts on Jinder taking the belt? I think he looked a lot better this week than he did last week. This yep. should have happened last week, in my opinion, after the Wyatt promo. Yeah. Water um, under the bridge now. He's tough again. But, but yeah, I, was I think it's good. I like that they specifically showed him getting in this big fucking limo with the fucking shitty advertisement name perfectly placed right on the door of like partylimousines.com or whatever the fuck it said. Yeah. I thought that looked a little I think it was like luxurylimos.com or something. I liked him coming out the sunroof and holding it and like he almost looked like he was a little afraid like he was really bracing where he's yeah. like I look cool but also please don't turn very fastly like it was, I don't know. I thought it looked cool. He looked a hell of a lot better this week than he did last he week. He looks good with that title. I'll give him that. Yeah. And I like and I like that he stole it. I usually don't, but for him it makes sense. And it, with the Bollywood boys, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to give this Jinder Mahal thing an experiment. I don't want to be negative about it, although 
the next thing coming up here just goes to show that SmackDown really is the land of opportunity, quote unquote. You damn skippy. Because anyone can go from being a fucking jobber to getting a number one contenders match. Although I find the next one far more believable. Than if you'd have told me a month ago that Bree Zango was going to be number one contenders, yeah, I would have been okay. Sure, that, that, yeah. that's fine. But if you'd have told me Jinder Mahal for the main title, I would have fucking laughed You're in fucking your high. face. Yeah, yes. like it's very laugh in your face. And I hate to say that about Jinder. But, but he's it, just never booked that way. Yeah, it's yeah, because of how he's fault. been portrayed on TV. So if they want to put a rocket on him and make him a serious thing, then that's fine. Um, I'm going to uh, cop to it right now and tell you guys that through no fault of SmackDown's own, I fell asleep at this point uh, because I had been up at I was up at 4 a.m. Only had a couple hours to watch SmackDown. Fell asleep on the couch right here. You guys, I, I read about it, but you guys are really going to be telling me the story now. Good. All right. Well, let me tell you the story of how Brizongo beat the Ascension at 2.36, become the number one tag team contenders. Very they quick. Did, they had a supermodel kick, and then Fandango hit a falcon arrow. I love that it's called the supermodel quick. I don't know if that's a new thing or if they've been doing no, that for a while. I think he's been they doing that, that since NXT. I fucking yeah. love it. Uh, to win. And those boys were smiling. Like, There's moments in wrestling where you know guys are, are lower on the card, and this mm-hmm. is their first real time they're getting a shot. The smiles on Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze said, I can't believe it, like three times. It's totally so nice. shocked. Yeah, it was, it was nice. They it was sold it real, real well. Fandango yep. did a falcon arrow? Yeah. That's pretty dope. It was dope. Good. You got a three count. It's a protected move. <laughs> uh, SmackDown women's title uh, title match. Naomi versus Charlotte. Really good match. These gals can go. Yeah, I thought... Uh... There was a little bit of you don't want to blow your load in the first matchup between these two because you expect so much from them. Graphic description. That they're both such great athletes that you know, like on paper, this should be a five-star match. Uh, so I thought that there was a couple moments where I'm like, ah, you could be so much better. But then I realized that, well, obviously you're not going to go out yeah. there and do everything in your first match with this person. So mm. I thought, I thought, yes, it was a very, very good match. And with that being said, it wasn't like they – you can tell there's going to be another match because it was a schmoz finish. Okay. Uh, this was Naomi and Charlotte, right? Yep. For the title. Yes. So this is the second time in two weeks they've done this match. Not for the title. This Not for the, the, no, the title. Right. This yeah. was for the title, but yeah. they did this match last week, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. she became the number one contender. Yes. That's what um, I Natty, Carmella, Ellsworth, and Tamina. Is there one more? They come out and they like just start wrecking everybody pretty much. Okay. Uh, and they cause a DQ. I see. Because right now there's kind of this, uh, the, those g- girls who attacked kind of have like a we're anti-Charlotte thing right now. Is Charlotte going to turn face here? By the looks of it, it's going to be a, like this could very well happen on next week's SmackDown. Six women tag. So you got Natty, Carmella, Tamina versus Charlotte, Naomi, and Becky Lynch. So she would be on the face team there. Which is, yeah, I guess. I don't know if it necessarily makes Charlotte a baby face yet. I think it just puts her on that, like, she's not a full baby face, but due to the conflict right now, she falls on the good girl side. Right. You know what I think would be cool? And I think I always book this in my head when they're in this type of situations, is if you do some sort of a surprise where, like, in that match, Becky Lynch turns heel. Mm-hmm. Being like, you know what? You did get everything handed to you. Fuck you. I'm with these guys. There you go. But you could do that. That'd I don't be know exciting. if that's necessarily going to happen. But I think Charlotte's probably like, you never know how they're going to be until you see them 
as a babyface, you never know if they're going to be a good babyface. And I think Charlotte's probably been a heel for an appropriate amount of time that if they decided, yeah, let's give her a babyface run, I'd be like, okay, I, I'm in. I genuinely disliked her as a babyface in NXT. I can, like, and I know I saw it, but I can barely, like, it, and again, like it was such a short a little, amount of time. Right, and she's come a long way since then. I'm sure her promos are far better now than they were, but yeah. I just, I don't know, she looks like a fucking bitch to me. You know what I mean? Like. Sure. She looks like the the golden child, literally, like the one that does get everything handed to her. And mm-hmm. I think that plays so well in her heel character because it's kind of an extension of her real self, as yep. we say, right? So, At the same but, time, you almost have to try it because, like we know, it's so much easier to be a heel. And it feels like we say about 90% of the roster, ah, oh, they're a better heel because I think it is easier to be yeah. a heel. So you got to find those people that if they can actually be a decent baby face you almost need them to sure because it's easier for people to be heels yep i think we get behind her as the baby face based off her in-ring stuff too where you're like, i know well, the, she same, can thing go, is, the right? same thing as aj right yeah. she'll have that respect thing where it's like oh you're the best wrestler but especially when like good wrestlers get fired up when you're watching you're like yeah let's get like you get right behind them true so yeah yeah, yeah. uh studs and duds for smackdown uh i'm going to give myself the dud for falling asleep <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and I'm going to give my stud to uh, the first match that I didn't see, <laughs> thus giving myself the dud, the uh, Breezango guys, because I'm very happy for them for winning. Good. The, bu- the booking more so than the match, because I didn't see the match. I will give my dud. What did I not like on this show? Ah, uh, James Ellsworth. Yeah, he continues to be very awkward and bad. I will give my stud to Jinder Mahal. I will also give my stud to the same guys you did because it's nice to see those advance and these guys try to get moments. Uh, my dud will be Ellsworth and JBL on Talking Smack. Was Ellsworth on Talking Smack? Uh, I think he appeared, all the girls appeared, all the bad girls. Did they? I don't know, I'm trying to remember. I have 205 awesome. Live as well. All right, do it. 205 Live. Rich Swan and Tozawa versus Noem Dar and Brian Kendrick. Swan and Tozawa hit multiple diving spots together. Uh, Dar and Kendrick beat up Swan until Tozawa gets the hot tag. Uh, Tozawa hit a Shining Wizard on Dar to get a three count. Post-match, Tozawa says this is lesson number four. Choose your partners wisely. Ha! Ha! Uh, then we get Mustafa Ali versus Tony Nice with Gulak, who comes out with a megaphone and a sign that says "No Fly Zone." So he's the anti-high flying guy, which is brilliant. I like that a lot, actually. So he goes, "I'm not lying, no high flying, or something like that." That's good. That's good. Uh, Gulak comes out on commentary and he goes, "It's not that I don't appreciate these guys' ath- uh, athleticism." He's like, "It's unnecessary risk. The company will be liable if these guys get hurt." <laughs> And he's, so he's like wearing a suit and all this shit, and you're like, so it's kind of like a right to censor type of angle, yeah, sort of almost. almost. Like, imagine the network coming in and being like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You if that guy stop with the moon salt. If that guy falls on his head on TV, like, <laughs> that's kind of great. That's okay. I'm okay with I that. Like that a lot. Um, uh, totally off topic. Is uh, Tony Nice hurt? No. Okay. Um, Tony was flying around in this match like crazy, like running the ropes, hitting right. knees. And, why? Why did you think? I just thought I remembered seeing that he was hurt at one point, and I wasn't sure if they were just super protecting him 
or what they were doing with I think that. one time when he hit a running knee, he tweaked his knee real bad. And they weren't sure how bad it was. And then they pulled him for a week. I, so I was going to say, it's been a week or two since I've seen him on 205. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Ollie does some flips. Gulak gets pissed on commentary. Ollie sets up for the inverted 450. Gulak just pulls Nice out of the ring, uh, which causes the DQ. Nice technically wins. Um, and then um, I'm trying to think of like pretty much just like a normal front flip kind of flip okay. on from the ropes to the outside to land on Gulak. So that's kind of an interesting feud. There's actually multiple feuds going on right now in 205. Good, as long as they got the uh, the wheels are moving. And then we got our main event, Gallagher versus Neville. Uh, Neville throws William Third down the ramp as soon as the match starts. He's like, "No, nah, this isn't the, like this isn't coming into play." Uh, Neville's real aggressive. Uh, Gallagher, it's a headbutt, uh, two count. They trade uppercuts. Uh, Neville wins with the Ring of Saturn and then drags him to the ramp. It's another Ring of Saturn until Aries can make the save. Good. So they have Aries stand tall, and it's funny, too, because Aries knocks Neville over. Neville's on his ass. The refs go and check on him. Gallagher's laying there on the ramp. Aries just runs past him and goes and stands on the turnbuckle, and he's like, yeah! <laughs> and then Gallagher's, like, laying there being like, fuck me back, mate. All right. All right. <laughs> NXT? Uh, did we talk about Tajiri in the news, or did we forget that? Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, I I totally forgot that NXT even happened yesterday. I did too. So. It was a good week this week. I know I, uh, it is, which is unfortunate. Yeah, because we're gonna. We're, I want to watch that when we get home. So let's um, let's not talk about it then, because I'd like you boys to see it, and, and then you guys can text me your reactions. Or do you want to do it for the show? You think it's a you think it's a big deal that we do it for the show? I I don't know. Okay, I'm sure it's people tough wouldn't to care. call on the on the fly here. I think this was a good NXT. Don't spoil it. It's the first real good one in weeks. We usually just fucking truck through it, and if we haven't seen it, we don't add anything other than just saying what happened. So that's true. Let's just not like anyone who's seen it isn't going to get anything from our lack of commentary. All right. All I'm going to say is they do a video. I swear to God, Scotty, we just made the call. You no, I'm not going to spoil shit. But they do a video package on Roderick, Roderick Strong, Strong where you're yeah. like, holy shit! Like even I didn't know some of this stuff, and I'm like. Oh my god! I think 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 we're gonna care about him all of a sudden. Good. Like just had a kid, and I didn't realize he was married or dating like a UFC fighter or something. Oh. Yeah, he's married to a UFC lady. eh? Um, I forget what her name is. I know they just had a kid recently. Mm. Let's see if we can figure this out. Mm. I suppose uh, Marina Schaefer. All right. I believe you. Engaged. And have a kid. Are they engaged since having the kid? Since the pregnancy was announced? Lord knows the no, answer to that None question. of my business. Uh, let's do the picks right now. Just okay. I feel like the doing picks. that first. Uh, the title is on the line. Oh, oh, and Boris didn't send his picks in. I'm going to call him, actually. Oh, shit. Let's see if this works. I kind of wanted him to, to forget. So well, it's because just... I forgot Good. to remind him. So Well. I'll give him four calls if he doesn't answer. Okay. Then that's... Sorry. Four phone calls or four rings? Phone calls. Okay. You're calling four times. Yeah. Okay. We're on phone call one. Who, yes. Boris? I texted him about it, too. About what? Picks. When? Like, what, as soon as I got to the studio? And what did he say? I didn't get a reply. All right. Oh. Mm. Let's see how this goes. You know, it's so easy. Hello? 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 How are you? I think he's picking up. 
Good. You're you're on the podcast right now. Is that okay? Okay, good. Uh, we're doing our picks right now, and I realized that I forgot to ask you to send your picks in. So do you want to make your picks for the pay-per-view right now? Yeah, Scotty sent me a text that I was at the gym getting buffed. So, yeah, sure. Okay, really quickly, let's just rattle these off for you, and then we'll make our picks off afterwards because they can't – or they can hear you, but you can't – I don't know. Anyways. They uh, can hear me, hey? I sure. can hear you, you Boris. Great, buddy. You look great. Right, you can't hear them. That's how that works. Uh Enzo Cass versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson on the pre-show. Idiot. Yeah, idiot. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Owens, Jericho. That's a good pick. That's a smart pick. Hardy Boys, Cesaro, Sheamus. Hardy. Yeah. Good pick, Boris. Uh, Orton, Wyatt, House of Horrors. Wyatt. Oh. Oh. That's a bold. No, it's for the title. Oh, it doesn't say it's for the title. It's currently non-title. Okay, all right. Mm. Uh, Neville Aries. He's smarter than all of us. Okay, uh, Rain Strowman. Okay. Uh, Seth Joe. And Bailey Bliss in Bailey's hometown. Ooh, saucy. All right, there we go. <laughs> say say goodbye to the podcast, Boris. I, I love you all. Bye, <laughs> Boris. Bye, Boris. They both said bye to you. All right. <laughs> bye. All right, there you go. Live call from Big Bad Boris at BB Boris. All right, gentlemen, let's make our picks now. Enzo. Amore, Big Cass versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson on the pre-show, which I don't think I knew was even happening. Nope, me neither. The club, I think they announced it on talking, like in, in between talking smack on the network that those were happening. I'm going to also say the club. There's also and Miz, I don't care when it was announced. A Miz TV with Finn Balor. <laughs> doesn't matter when shit's announced yeah. at this point. <laughs> um, wow. Who's your... It's Yeah, club. The because... ones that don't matter are the toughest. Well, I'm trying to figure out the landscape of the like it I think that pick depends on who you think is going to win the mind you both those teams are babyface. So yeah. anyways. Makes more sense to have a heel. Owens Jericho. Uh Owens. Owens. I was gonna say Jericho's going know. to Fozzie. He is not scheduled after I believe next Monday is his last date for the uh-huh. time being. So cool. He'll be gone for a while. Hardy's Cesaro Sheamus for the Tag Team Championships. Ah, this one's actually really tough for me. Hardy's beat them both Yeah, in weeks leading up. Um, And I feel like, not that we're kind of, well, we're all just working through this as a team, so we all have great picks. Um, I, I feel like if they're close to getting that broken thing sorted out, they're going to do it without the titles. True. And I just don't know where that is. But maybe maybe losing the titles is how you break them, too. There is that way of looking at it. Yeah, so maybe they need to hold on to them until, until they're for time. sure ready. Yeah. And uh, this is, I, well, other than the rematch the night after, this is their first real defense, too. Yeah, I'm going to say the Hardys, just almost more because I don't see them putting it back on Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go Hardys too, Scotty. Hardys. Okay. Um, Orton Wyatt, not for the title. Which is that is a, a hell of a wrinkle. Based off it being non-title, I'm going to pick Wyatt. I'm going to use the same logic as Big Bad I Boris. Wyatt's not for the title, though. That's what's bizarre to me. Because they don't want that thing. They don't want two t- main titles on Raw. But or Wyatt like... is deserve. He's owed a rematch. Yeah, true. He's so is Kevin it. Owens technically though. Is he still? For, yeah, he never got it against Goldberg. Yeah, that's kind of outrageous. That's true, he didn't. <laughs> that's twice that's happened that's to him. That is, I was gonna say. <laughs> like that happened to him last You know, a year too. from now he'll be doing guest commentary and bring all of that up too. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll bring it back. Um, um, I think I'm gonna say Wyatt too. If it's not for the title, I think yeah, I'm also gonna take Wyatt. I would fucking hope. Or maybe it's like, and this like you could still put the title on the line and have this happen, so it's not really an excuse. But maybe it's that the finish or the match is going to be done in such a way that there's not really a winner. Yeah, per se. it's not like you deem a winner. Really, someone right. walks away. Well, like someone also, maybe, gender has the belt right now. Yeah, and, yeah. So there's no belt to put on the line. I think someone maybe turns into smoke, and you never see them again. Sure. Are you picking white, Scotty? I also, yeah, it's yeah. non-title. All right, um, Neville Aries. I agree with Boris. I think this is where you flip it. I think they keep Neville. Keeps it with the TJP thing. There's going to be some something happening. Some fuckery. Some tomfoolery. Also take Neville. I want him to have a very long run. I I do too, but I think it's going to be Aries and TJP for the title moving forward. Uh, Strowman Reigns, which is a funny thing to say when you really think about it. Strowman Reigns. I'm picking Strowman. (laughs) Call me foolish. I know Roman wins all the time, but I think it's going to set up a best of three. Because Roman won the last one between the two. I'm also taking Strowman. Oh, God. Now it's hard. Uh, <laughs> my dick, I mean. And Boris picked Roman, right? Yes. I think R- I'm going to take Roman. Romaine Reigns? I've just, I've bet against him too many times. <laughs> to me, all signs point to Strowman. Uh, I mean, first of all, it's stupid that Roman Reigns is coming back from that injury. That should have helped. He held him out for a lot longer than three weeks, but that is what it is. He's Superman. I get that. Whatever. He should still be showing signs of the injuries. Uh, I would hope, at least, some sort of tape or something. Um, and I think that they want to do Braun and Lesnar before they do Lesnar and Roman. Yeah. Can I change so, my pick? Yeah. Yeah. Gonna... Okay. Yeah. That's when I put my hand up. I was like. Oh, fuck. They're going to play up that injury spot that that's the reason why he lost. So then it's an excuse for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's already stacked against Roman. Yep. Though he has beaten stacked. Now that we off. have an actual belt, I can't be affording to throw away these points. Uh, Rollins Joseph. This one's tough. I'm going to take this stuff because there gonna... hasn't really been much of an actual one on one build. Yeah. And they're both hot. Like I don't think they want either of them losing particularly. Mm hmm. Uh, but I think they want Joe losing less. They still haven't given Joe that big loss, and I think they'll save that for something. Yeah, I'm going to pick Joe as well. Me too. And Bailey and Bliss. That's, this is the real decider. No IC title on this show. That's true. No IC title or universal title. Yeah, what the fuck's Dean doing? 
He's in some with the Miz. They just it's not. He'd fuck all, eh? He'll watch Weird. him crash that Miz TV. Uh, I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna go against the green. No, I'm gonna take Bliss. Oh, that's tough. It's always tough calling a title flip. What Boris pick? Uh, he also picked Bliss. I'm gonna pick Bliss too because WWE generally doesn't let people win in their hometowns. Maybe this will be the time they flip it because baby or Bailey is such a baby face. But I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna go with Bliss. I'm going Bailey. Could, could be Bailey that saved be, my ass last time. That might be it, Warren. That might be your. Uh... Again, I think it's just it. They want <laughs> as dumb as a reason as it may be. I think they want Charlotte to be the first person to win the title on both brands. So I don't think they want to give that to Bliss. Mm-hmm. All right, that's that. It's weird that they don't have an Intercontinental Championship match on there. Yeah, anymore. isn't that weird that you think about that They're doing now? the, like, Finn Balor is a guest on Miz TV in the pre-show. Yeah. Unless Ambrose but, is like, no, it's Ambrose Asylum with Finn Balor. Do we want to pick in case that match gets added? Because it just feels so fucking weird that there's not an IC title You want to do a Miz Ambrose just in case? Or I guess if we just leave it blank, it's fucking, yeah, it doesn't really matter It's a wipe either way, way, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's do all of the emails because, boy, oh, boy, we got lots of the emails. You call people out by name. Yes. You get fucking results. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. First one from Novapunk. Hey, Satpod. After hearing Warren say on last week's show that he doesn't think Mickie James has been good at all Mm -hmm. since her return to the WWE, it got me thinking, was she ever good in the first place? (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, there you go. I I loved Mickey James' first stuff when she was doing the stalker Trish Stratus stuff. Granted, it played a little bit to my prepubescent uh, horniness, horniness. But I also thought she was doing like a super good job of it, like the acting part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when she won that title against Trish, I remember being like, "Oh, that's fucked up." Trish is like the be all end all, and this weird crazy chick just came in and won. Like the only people who ever beat Trish were like Victoria, right, and Lita. Jazz, and Lita. And then this like young whippersnapper came out came of nowhere. In, yeah, and, and clocked her. Yeah, I used to be a big fan of Mickey James back then. She kind of died for me during hardcore country days in DNA. It, I think I was okay a, when James Storm killed her with a train. Wrestled in a skirt. It also boils down to what do you consider a good wrestler? Are you talking in ring? Are you talking character? Right. Are you talking the hybrid of both things? Because I was never. I've not gone back and watched enough of her first run in WWE to really critique her in-ring wrestling, now right. knowing what is good and what is bad. The character, same as you, I loved it. I mm. loved the stalker character. Uh, she's very good at being crazy. Mm. Um, but this, like, she okay. But what is her character now? Like, what? Who is she? She's nothing. Other than a person who's been around and won some championships before. Like, I also didn't watch any of her TNA stuff, so I don't know where maybe she fell off a cliff or if she ever was. Hit by a train. On the top of the cliff, yeah. Uh, bonus random question. Okay. What is your guys' favorite place to grab a burger? Best of luck to your local hockey team in the playoffs. Thank you. Nova, no. thank you. Um, we take our local hockey team very passionately. Yes, we that do. That means a lot when people wish us luck. Yeah. Uh, my favorite place to grab a burger is first round right now. That's fair. That yeah. is a... That is a, That oof. is more of a like a meal burger. Like that is... If, if we're talking like... I'd say that counts because it's yeah. it's your favorite burger period. Right. It's not yeah. fast food. If we only did fast food, that's another topic. But yes. I think he's talking your favorite burger. I'm gonna go with uh, 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 rodeo burger. Ooh, 
Love me a rodeo burger. Sure. Uh, honorable there, honorable mention of the flamethrower from Dairy Queen. I know it's a mainstay in sure, our apartment. Sure, I do enjoy that flamethrower, but Fucking for delicious. me, because I like spicy burgers, so do jerks. You okay. go, you customize your burger with whatever you want on it. You get like a fried egg and hot not, sauce and all that shit. Not cheap at these places. Like even Rodeo Burger is not Yeah, uh, not all, cheap. all the places that we've just listed, this is at least a $15 burger. Like you yeah. go like once every six months just because you're like, all right, yeah. I've spent a lot of money on one burger. Yep. No, Too I'm totally with money. you. I like it. Like, if I'm going to pick a favorite burger, that thing's fucking stacked. Because I'll, I'll I'll give props to McDonald's. I'm going to probably grab two double cheeseburgers from McDonald's when I leave here today. Sure. That's I your, need those. That's your, like, mainstay after podcast. Yeah, like, I'm going to go, I'm going to cram these in my gut, and I'm going to bed because i got to work in the morning. Like Damn straight. Uh, next email from Duncan. Dear the scrumptious spicy sat boys. Hmm. All right. Uh, hey, dudes, I hope your weeks have been oily. Question time. Sure. Oh, because the Oilers. Yes. All right, good. <laughs> I was like, that's a weird thing to say. Creepy. Uh, question Didn't wash time. my hair. One, with uh, Colton Kelly being Warren's underling, how many times a day do you boss him around just to let him know who's the real boss of the applesauce? Um, never. Other than, like, occasionally I'll, I'll tell him, hey, maybe we should go and fix that banner over there because it's starting to fall down and it looks yeah. a little bushly, but... He's a very good worker, good. believe it or not. You wouldn't know that based on his work rate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking spot monkey, but he's he's good at his job. I don't need to tell him what to do. Question two, with Breezango finally getting that number one contender spot, who else would you like to see to go to SmackDown and receive the glory they deserve? Hmm. I'm trying to think of somebody from Raw. Not really getting the shake you want him to get. Yeah. Like I would have said Rusev. But yep. he's already over there and yep. doing something. Um, he's doing something. Hmm. I would say Braun, but I think he's going to get something anyway. Braun, Braun is there. He'll be okay. I think Braun has arrived. <laughs> he'll, it's do, just, he'll do yeah, fine for himself. Yeah. I don't know if there really know. is anybody on Raw. Well, okay, I mean, he just got flipped to Raw, but maybe like an Apollo Crews. Like if we're if we're just gonna yeah, say who do we want to really, see have some success? Exactly, you can't really do that for this question. But I agree that I hope that 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 move is what gets him going. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that I. I don't have. I feel like Curtis everybody. Axel. Kalisto is sure. a good one, and he's been. Flipped. You could do something with Axel. You could give yeah. him a fucking U.S. title run or something again. He could be a mid card champion. Sure. All right. Um, I mean, can he? <laughs> Question <laughs> three. Not. What is your opinion on guys like the Young Bucks who seemingly flaunt the fact they aren't in the WWE like it's some kind of a black mark? Scotty, you want to take this one first? I think for them it's fun to just go like, hey, we're making, because they're friends with so many guys in the WWE. Right. And they talk a little bit in numbers. They're like, we're making comparable or better money but have less dates, right? Or we have less, like, obligations like when you're in japan you're doing the tour obviously sure but when they're in the states it's like pwg on friday and saturday rest of the week fucking hanging out with my family sure so i don't know i think for them it's cool i think it's something where for them it's fun to go we still aren't there we're still not there like they like to kind of flaunt it and taunt it almost i don't think it's it's i don't no, I don't think it's like the black market. Yeah, thing I don't there. think that's what even they're trying. I to think get for either. them it's fun to just go, "Hey, look at all the cool shit we're doing." That's not within right. the major company most people know. They're having fun with it. It's like a like a 
It's like tongue in cheek. Yeah. I'm trying to like compare it to like a sports thing, but that's even kind of tough to do. It's like a CFL guy. No, not no, that's a different world. But then you're making way more money. I don't know. Anyways, you get the point. Uh, four. Do you think there will ever be a spot in WWE for guys like Joey Ryan? Also, if you had to change his gimmick to the current WWE model, what would you give him? I think Joey Ryan is a wrestler by himself. Yeah, Joey Ryan is like the dick gimmick, right? I don't think that'll ever Not fly. to that extent, but he can still be like a skeezy dude. You think he'd still be the sleazy guy? Yes, but it would be a very, very watered down version very of what he Very toned does down. Now. Fandango is like the watered down yeah, version of Joey Ryan. But may, probably even more dialed back than Val than Venus, Val Venus yeah. was because that was in a time where they were. They made a lot of. PGOs. He'd pretty much be Fandango. Like oh, Fandango's kind of the yeah. gyrating, I'm the sleazy guy. I had a question off topic. Uh, that I wanted to ask you guys while I was watching SmackDown. Has a new has New Day been shown on SmackDown yet? They've done vignettes for them. Just the vignettes? Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. So I don't know if they're waiting for the Kofi to get better It seems like they are because they're advertising all three. Yeah. Right. Okay. Back on topic. Um, Fit the WWE model, what would you give him? I can, like, Okay, so kind of like what Noam Dar was doing? Yeah. Where he was just being super creepy? Oh, I, I think that... An angle with like divas or not divas, fuck women, women wrestlers <laughs> or women performers. You'd have to, like, and maybe it's Maurice or something that he goes after Maurice, yeah, and or, she kind of uh, starts to like it, or uh, the new, uh, the new Lana gimmick. Sure. Mm. Oh. And Rusev gets pissed off, even though I don't think they're going to be together moving forward, which I think might be a mistake. I wonder how they acknowledge that. Like, I don't think it's a mistake for Rusev. I think he'll be fine. I liked her with him, though. It'll suck when crowds are like, we want Lana, and it's just Rusev out there. Because that's, yeah, you're right. That's <laughs> probably getting, still going to happen. But you're getting Lana, at least. Like, Lana is doing something on your program. Mm-hmm. So at least maybe maybe that will mitigate the we want Lana chance if you have Lana in a match or something. Yeah, she still yeah. exists on the same program kind of thing. Uh, five, where do you guys see Drew McIntyre ending up now that he looks gruffer? I don't know what that means. Do you more, think more gruff? Okay. Do you think he's destined to be the chosen one WWE build him has originally? I think he's got higher value than when he left WWE. So I think he's, he's a better very... worker. I think he's in better shape mm-hmm. now than he was definitely when he left. Maybe not like kind of started. If you want to call NXT the bottom, it's like the developmental thing. Maybe starting down there and coming all the way up will be really good for him instead of just walking in and being like, "This guy's in our main event scene. Let's go." Right. So yep. I, I think he definitely has the potential to do what any guy who is booked well in NXT does, which is get over down there. Hopefully bring your that part of the fan base up with you and they can carry you a little bit. Like, and uh, he's lucky that he's been a name before in on the main sure. roster. So there totally. are there are some people who will be like, oh, it's that guy. I remember him. Yeah. Maybe he's super good right now. Fuck that theme. I just Oh, is it really good, eh? Ah. I don't I don't hate the new one. No, I don't. But just comparing it to that old because I agree. I love time. Yeah, I love that theme. So good. Uh do you guys think there should be should ever be another cruiserweight tournament, or do you guys think it will be one and done for each type, i.e. British and women as well? I think it's also to get these new shows started. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to say one and done. Like I wouldn't ne- never say never, obviously. But I don't think there's going to be a second. I don't annual think it's an, yeah. I don't think it's an annual. Okay, like, you almost need to. Yeah, you need to let the 
newer guys establish themselves because like with a with a tournament as big as it was like how many more guys could you get in there that they didn't pick last time right. that aren't going to be repeats right like mm-hmm. i think you need to have new faces in there some of the same guys sure i'm not saying completely 64 new guys or whatever it was right. but but it still needs to have some like it needs to evolve a little bit i think is the biggest thing and it, it you kind of worry about okay let's go get 64 or uh, 32 new people uh, or even 20 new people, and you're like, okay, these are the 20 new people that they, they, they didn't deem good enough yeah. for their original tournament, so maybe there's a step down in quality there. Although I'm sure the next 20 after those 32 are still tremendous wrestlers. Uh, last question. During the British tourney, Finn Balor's entrance started with the commentary team talking and a heartbeat playing randomly to signal his arrival well before his music plays, and I thought that was just the coolest thing ever. Do you think... Anyone else's entrance could benefit from something cool like this. Sorry if this is confusing. Love you guys. Knee lift. Watch wrestling. Keep on stealing the title with your boys. Duncan at Brian Danielson with a one instead of an I. Like, when he says that, does he mean, like, when CM Punk had, like, the static before his music hit? Like, a noise before? I think before... What, what he means is maybe something a little bit slower. Like, like the, whereas the CM Punk thing was, like, a boom right into the song. Like they obviously like their stings that they have at the beginning of the songs, just to immediately like for like a run-in example that you immediately hear the sound. You're like, oh fuck, it's yeah, blah blah blah. The sound yeah. makes a roar. The glass shatter. Just something that builds more of an atmospherical kind of like, oh, this guy's coming out, right? But and he's talking about Finn. Yeah, and yeah. like he's got di- like m- most guys do too. Like Seth Rollins is a perfect example. The music chains when he does a run-in. They start it from. Halfway through, so right. you don't get that weird silence at the entrance part. Yeah. So they have different music for when they are scheduled to make a proper entrance as opposed to a run-in. So I think maybe that's kind of what they did with Finn there, too, is that, yeah. I Because I, Finn usually has the big build-up yeah. to when his music yeah. drops with the, so the smoke and the whispery sounds and, mm. and everything. But then when they wanted the crowd pop moment when Kurt Angle announced him, for the tag team, just this last raw, it went right into like. So I think, yeah, I think it is. I think the buildup stuff is cool. Like you can't do, um, Alistair Black's full theme when he does a run in. No, you can't have the the slow build to the you just go right into the guitar, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's totally fine to have both. Same as Shinsuke, too. You'd start it with the... Uh, as yeah. opposed to the... Dung, yeah. dung, dung, right. Dung. Uh, next email from Ron Lowenberg. Subject line, I've not watched wrestling since Mania, so here's a couple of random questions. Ogie. What'd you guys have for lunch today? I had Panda Express, and it was fantastic. I had, See, this is what happens when I pressure people into writing emails. They just, whatever they they just fucking throw shit at us, which is fine. Well, this is good. I exercise a different part of my brain with these questions. Yeah, these than, are fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice to not think about wrestling sometimes. Panda Express is pretty good, too. I had Wendy's spicy chicken burger with lemonade. You're right on the lemonade kick like Yeah. Right? Yeah, I've always kind of liked lemonade. Can we talk about this? We should talk about this. Oh, no. I don't know if I've ever met an individual who on a more regular basis leaves at least, at least a quarter of the drink every time they open it. Oh, yeah. Than Brandon Lynch. I I waste a lot. I want to go clean up the empties. And there's like six of them that still have like half in there. And I'm like, there's like four full (laughs) pops here. What is going on? A lot of it's falling asleep. 
uh, or going to bed like. But yeah, sometimes you'll sit there and like you'll have ordered like when we get pizza or something yeah. and you'll get pop. I swear you open one before you finish the last I one. I might have just forgot. <laughs> uh, I do love lemonade. Uh, it's delicious. I like yeah. the uh, pink lemonade at Wendy's. Ooh, yeah, yeah pink lemonade is good stuff. stuff. Yep. I had a cheddar and jalapeno bagel and some pizza bites. It was kind of a poverty day for me so far. Now, is lunch really breakfast for you? Because what day was it Whoa. this past week that you slept in till like 4.30? Oh, uh, that was fucked. the day after we won the Oilers had just won. I was, really I was out just as late as you were. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I, I, well, I had woken up 11. and then went back to sleep after throwing up. After eight hours of sleep. You said you got home at three, you woke up at 11, puked, and then went back to sleep for another five hours. Yeah, that's true. That's fucked. Yeah, uh, uh, my, my sleep's pretty shit right now <laughs> with my schedule. I don't want to talk about it. What time did you wake up this morning? Today? I was up today at a decent time, 10.30. Okay. But okay. All right. So was, other days it's like noon. Fuck. Lunch. I I and listen. I sleep in maybe more than the average person as well. Maybe. But I've been toning it back slowly yeah. as I as I get older. You go through waves. It's tougher to sleep. Like well, sometimes- and it's it's all dependent on when I go to bed too. Yeah. So I'll, I'll sometimes get this second wind at like one in the morning where I'll just stay up till four four thirty. It's it's safe to say that work or no work, I am up before you ninety nine percent of the time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, what did I have for lunch today? I had Subway. Oh, oh jelly. Maybe I should get steak and tonight. cheese on white. I could go for a pizza. A little bit of onions on there. A little bit of ranch. That's all. I don't like ranch, but that sounds like a mighty fine sandwich. That's because it's white. You racist. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't dislike anything because it's white. Hmm. I coincidentally don't like anything that is white. All right. It's all like, I'm fair. like, no, white, I'm out. That's fair. <laughs> uh, question two What is the fastest you guys have ever been in a car? Mine was 140 yesterday in my car. Now, I don't know if that's miles or kilometers. I don't know where Ron's from. I will check his Twitter right now. Uh, driving uh, is probably been, like, for me, I don't know. I'm not a big speeder. Probably about 130. Uh, probably like 130 for me, too. Someone else driving. As a I've passenger. Been, yeah, someone else driving. I've been up to 150. That does not say where he's from. That's all right. He's got a picture. These are of, kilometers. He's got a picture of Bush Stadium. Okay, isn't that in Washington? Maybe? <laughs> that where the Nationals play? That is in St. Louis. Yeah, that's where the Cardinals play. <clears throat> uh, so he might be from St. Louis. So if that is miles an hour, that is ridiculously fast. And what did he say? 100... 140. Yeah, that's fucked. He that, must, that have, he like must a... have converted it for us because that's 225 kilometers an hour. Yeah. So there's, I'm going to assume that that's 140 kilometers. Yeah, 140 is a good fastest speed to have ever gone yes. in your life. Um, in a car. What did you answer already? Yeah, I, I, it was 150 as a passenger, 130 with me driving. I okay. usually don't get over 130. I'm afraid my car will blow up. Scotty, what's the fastest you've ever been in a vehicle for? Like when I drove or when I was a passenger? Ooh, passenger tell us about like driving. 130? I don't think I've ever driven. I stalled a car in a parking lot at <laughs> Wendy's once. All right. Do you have your learners? I always forget no. this. No. Okay. He's just like annoyed at the concept of you asking. I know. It's like, how dare, dare you? you? you even, idiot. Though I'm, even though I'm really fucking real mad scrubby by not having it. Um, this is kind of an embarrassing story considering how much I hate the franchise itself, but I went and saw Fast. You steal your tongue. Five. <laughs> whatever the first one The Rock was in. Yeah, that's fine. And I still had a standard vehicle. It was a 1997 Chevy Cavalier. Um, that I dropped a friend off on the 
north side of Sherwood Park, got yep. on Highway 21, yep. and just fucking was going boom into fucking second gear, third gear. And I think I got it up to 160. Holy. And it was, oh, that's <laughs> the steering wheel was like fast. shaking because it was ready to fucking fall apart. But that's I, bet, I bet you with you and me in my Sunfire, my car could not go over 150. That's the beauty of having the manual, too, is yeah. that I could, like, gear down and be in fourth and yeah. just fucking giving her so that it really goes. Yeah. Um, when but we this was my... also, I was 19, so sure. that was a couple pounds ago, Young needless stupid. to say. Uh, me and Warren once took my Sunfire out to Gibbons for a, a festival. Boonstock. For lack of a better word. A fucking shit show. Uh, <laughs> yes. Had a lot of beer in the trunk. A lot of blankets, a lot of camping stuff. Had uh, two big boys in the front uh, going uphill for a duration uh, of the trip, and I couldn't get my car to 100. And I was, it was floored. I think I can. I think yeah. I can. I had the pedal down. There was no more push. The RPMs through the roof. Yeah, just gear. Uh, and it's like 90 and not yeah. going up. I'm like, huh, hopefully we make it up this hill. As good as she's going to get. You might have to get out and walk. <laughs> Uh, next email from Gizmo. Hello, Sat Squad. Hope you haven't had to uppercut anyone this week. No. I have an idea for a Scotty uppercut T-shirt. It can be the AJ glove hands. Yep. So I seem like this. Yep. With Scotty's face in the middle of the hands. Right. Or one that has a bloody mugger on the ground with the words, "This is the street Scotty built around it." <laughs> <laughs> or you ain't wanting, or you don't want none. none. <laughs> Uh, I love how people really good. want this to be a shirt. It won't good. be a shirt. Hey, never say never. We still got to get the boat one. Like, that needs to be, I think, the next project. Yeah. Because Or me polishing a bat and it says, I'll clean the bat up. <laughs> Which was also great. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to my dumb ideas. Question time. One, Warren, what happened to your soda fast? Uh, did you go back on the wagon because of a bad day or just because soda is so good? Mm. I'm going to try quitting soon. Um, I don't think it was ever just because of a bad day. I have, I have transitioned into the Coke Zeros. Sure. That's Coke a step Zero. Right Zero. Um, because I watched a video on Facebook, believe it or not, that was like, watch us boil down a bottle of Coke versus a bottle of Coke Zero and look at all this sugar that's in there. And it was, it was disgusting. Yeah. That was so, enough to... Turn your red around. And Coke Zero still had some sugar in there, but it was like this much sugar compared mm-hmm. to like this much sugar. Right. So it was uh, it was good. So I've, I've transitioned into that, but I've still toned it back quite a bit. The pro- the thing that always gets me, and I don't even know if this is a thing in the States or if Gizmo's from the States. I'm horrible at remembering that, um, is the dollar drink days at McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'll fucking go there on the way to work, on the way home from work. Sometimes I'll even get two on the way home from work mm. if I'm thirsty. You get Coke Zero Fountain, <laughs> too? Give me two of them cokes. fucking large colas, brother. And is that Coke Zero? I need Zero, a liter of cola. Well, they would be usually regular Cokes. Right. I will be getting Zeros when it hits this year. That's what I was going to ask. To not be had... drinking pop in the summertime when that happens is, like, impossible for me. Right. I go hard on the iced coffees. Are those drink. also a dollar? You know it. Only for medium. You right, only have mediums. It's dollar drink day, right? It's not. Or no. They changed the branding of it mm-hmm. so that it was not including everything because people were like, whoa, you said everything was a dollar. McFlurry's a drink. 
Uh, am I the only one that gets a McFlurry and inevitably the first time tries to drink out of the straw? Because I, oh, no, we all open. did that as a kid. Okay, good. I don't actually really have McFlurries. But then in reality, that's just how they like spin it. Is yeah, that the which is fucking mind blowing when you think about it? The spoon is the mixer. That's fucked. I'm not ready. I like Blizzards better. Yeah, it's the same thing, really. Oh, yeah, I'd Although, rather have a Blizzard too. I think McDonald's has some sort of a new Oreo variant. Of the McFlurry. Those things are, yeah, those things are way more liquid than a Blizzard. Hey, the McDonald's ones? Yeah. That's why they count as a drink. Dollar drink. Too. <laughs> oh, yeah, dollar drink. <laughs> fucking give me, I can, if I can drink it out of a straw, give it for me or a dollar. Question two, Brando. Ah. Did you ever find out if you ever slept with that lady, or will she still not tell you what happened that night? Uh, she won't tell me what happened that <laughs> night. I don't think I slept with her. I did not have relations. Uh, I wish I would have. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wish I would have not fallen asleep so fast because then I would have, I, I assume I would have heard something happening yeah. where there'd just be rustling or whatever was going to happen. You know, I totally but forgot I, about that. Like we have a very different relationship now, me and that girl. Yes. I'm sure you do now. Um, <laughs> And I kind of forgot about the fact that I don't know. Mm. Whether it, it happened that or it not. Happened. I'm pretty sure it didn't happen. I, I feel like there has to be... And I've been, I've gotten drunk in the past, Warren. You know mm-hmm. this, right? I've blacked out where mm-hmm. I don't remember anything that's happening. I have to imagine that sex would reach me wow. on some level in my brain, no matter how drunk I got. And also, there was the whole lack of domes situation, which I don't know if you would have tested your luck even no. in a drunken well, state. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, some and clearly, are, the um, woman's not pregnant, and it's been enough time where we would notice. I think. I think. So. She, I think she takes care of that on her end. Oh, okay. Um, some yeah. dudes are thrill seekers like that. Some people jump out of a plane. Some people bungee jump. Some dudes just raw dog a girl, just and then don't you just give play no the fucks. Then you just play the waiting game, like oh shit. You haven't lived unless you've had a good couple pregnancy scares in your life. Let me tell you. Where's Boris's kids out? I got some advice. I found out today that... Uh, You're having a child? Edmontonians call barebacking going Craig McTavish. <laughs> no. Because he was the last NHL you know, player to not helmet. wear a helmet. That's correct. So, Edmontonians should call it that. I mean, I'm using that one tonight. So Thanks for the sent question. me a link on, uh, on to, to like a Urban Dictionary article about that. It's like, <laughs> Hey, did you Craig McTavish that girl last night? No, she's not a fan of Craig or something like that. It was the, like, <laughs> sentence. Jesus. It's funny. Uh, number three, Scotty. Yes. What are your plates for the pick championship, the Wolf? Uh, sorry. Why are your plates for the pick championship, the Wolf from The Simpsons? Uh, it's, like, my favorite episode of The Simpsons, I'm pretty sure. Isn't it a coyote? Yeah, it's a space coyote. What a lot of people would call it a from? fox. Um, the name of the episode is in Spanish because it's named after whatever the pepper that he eats and hallucinates is. Okay. Um, but it's in season seven. Um, have you watched the most recent Botchmania yet? That like may have came out today or maybe yesterday? Maybe. Why? What was the, the Simpsons thing? Uh, it was one of the endings that they do, uh, was the, the scene where I think it's from a treehouse of horrors, but I'm not totally sure where Homer like kicks in Bart's door when he's in bed and he's like, I don't want to alarm you, boy, but and then they had they had a clip of of Tom Phillips saying Jinder Mahal Mom, is the number, number one contender. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And then Bart. I will have to lower uh, that later in post. Tremendous. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, four. There are rumors going around that WWE officials believe that Dean Ambrose is lazy, and this is why he was sent back to Raw because he could not carry SmackDown. 
What do you guys think? Has Dean become complacent? Maybe. Austin said that. It's tough to say. It's true. Because I know that that Austin interview really changed how some people felt about him backstage. But Dean wrestled the most matches last year, Mm -hmm. like, in general. So That works. I don't know if he's lazy. Maybe a little complacent right now because he doesn't have a lot going on, even though he has the IC title. Watch all of a sudden you'll get in the right feud and all of a sudden you'll kick it into another gear. At the same time, you're right. Like, he works a lot. He wrestles a lot of matches. But I'm trying to think of one... Like a one-on-one Dean Ambrose versus somebody match where you've been like that wow. I could be like wow we saw another level from Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I know. I, like Dean Ambrose just feels like he's never in those like match of the year candidate matches. Like he talked about the Brock Lesnar thing and what he wanted to do with it, and that he had big things planned. I would like to know what those big things are to yeah. see like was he really gonna try and go for it there? Yeah. Or and what is Dean Ambrose going for it even look like? Because right. we've never seen him really go exactly. for it. We have so many guys that are just like we're like, oh, I'm so excited to see these guys wrestle each other. And Dean Ambrose is like none of those for me. And I like Dean as a character, but it just seems like there's nothing new with mm. him ever. Uh five. How are you guys liking Jinder's somewhat push? I think it's good for SmackDown to try something different for a change. I mean, after all, you have to build stars and fans get tired of the same old matches over and over. We've uh we've talked about Jinder enough today, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. I do, I, I do th- still think it's weird that they're doing Owens and Jinder very similar style characters on the same show, mm-hmm. on the same two-hour show right now, yeah. that there's a lot of... But they're keeping it far enough apart from each other. I think that it'll be okay. I And I, as much as I like that he's getting a chance, I stick with the fact that I wish it wasn't just a... I am a foreigner. Mm-hmm. You don't oh, yeah. understand There's me more thing. depth to it. Very old school. Like, he, he's Iron Sheik, essentially, yeah. is what he is. Yeah. I kind of get it because they want to bring those other guys in. And then they're like, well, what do these three have in common? And that's kind of the only card you have left to play. Right. But yeah. um, Six, I do not know much about the sport of hockey. Okay. But I do not think a duck was – but I did not think a duck was mightier than a flame. And I believe going down 4 nothing isn't a good thing. But as an American, what do I know about hockey? Maybe they can cash in on the championship somehow. Well, luckily, there's only one Flames fan that is affiliated with this program. Mm-hmm. And he's not here right now. And he's not here, so fuck the Flames. But Ducks can't swim in oil, baby. What, what? The, imagine this booking, mm-hmm. all right? So we hate the Flames because they're in the same province as us. They're our rivals to Regional the rival. Yep. They get swept by the Ducks. What if we sweep the Ducks? Oh, it would feel so good. Oh, it feels wouldn't so that good. be the greatest thing ever? We've already beat them once. So I don't want to like, jinx like, it. There's part of you that's like, well, we could do better against the Ducks in Calgary even if we lost four straight now. Exactly. But we're going to win four straight. Always, lo- As always, love the pod. Until next time, keep getting almost knifed by a mugger. Gizmo. P.S. Have you sent out the prizes for the Rumble picks? Just asking because no. my address has changed. But if it, it was sent already, <laughs> it's cool. I can get it from my – no, you should. Gizmo, send us your address. Um, I was thinking about that today. We really, really, really got to get on that. We're the worst podcast ever. I, I, we have the prize. It's not that we don't want to send I the prizes. Le- I legitimately thought we had. Also. It's just that <laughs> I, was just, I didn't want to send a text because I brought that book in the other day. It's and still I was in gonna, that, it hasn't moved from that fucking drawer. I was going to just text Warren and be like, hey, did we send the thing? I don't even know fucking, how to send mail. It's fucking April. <gasps> how do you send mail? We should get Boris to do it. He's familiar with snail mail. Yeah. He'll know how that works. How does the post office system work? I, you have Lord to just put it in the box, right? I wonder like, if I could just send it from work. It's like, yeah, if you want to just ship this down to uh, St. Louis for me, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be nice of you. <laughs> and we got one to Jason in uh, Greenville. Yes, that's right. It's not a real place. 
Um, next email from Vinny B. Subject line: Broken Hearties. This is uh, this is Yukon's buddy. Yukon's buddy, as I referred to him the one time. Uh, had to get your boys' views on this. Seems like McMahon signed the Hardys to stop them from what they were doing, rather than for what they could do for the WWE. There's a reason the Hardy boys were excused from WWE, and it just wasn't their and it wasn't just their rampant drug issues. Aside from the V1 gimmick, these two had absolutely zero charisma throughout their entire WWE run. Hopefully, McMahon lets them go broken, and hopefully, he doesn't try to make it a serious angle. Its complete ridiculousness is uh, what gave it its charm. And was a breath of fresh air from the usual. Discuss. Hmm. I um, I think they were a hot commodity. And Vince saw money with that. And that's why he brings them in. I don't know if it's necessarily to, to stop well, them. At this point, though, when as soon as that email was read, I was like, oh, that's a decent point there. To be like, hey, Hardys are doing the... Like nostalgic reunion tour. Yeah, I picked you out when you were as hot as can be, but cut all that broken shit out. We're not doing it, right? And even if they, but who knows if they they get the legal part? And that's the but thing. I could it's... see it being a, like, hey, just do the old school, raise your hands, be a team extreme thing. If they if they owned the rights to it, if they were legally allowed to do the broken gimmick, and they brought them in, and they weren't doing it yet, um, I would still think I would have faith that they would you know, bring it in eventually because that's how I wanted them to do it. But if we got to a year into their return and there was still no broken stuff, then yes, I would lean yeah. that way. But Time I think it'll tell. happen. I think they'll do it properly. They're not going to try and fuck it up, I hope, at least. Because I think it's it's like it, it's Matt's vision, right? Like Matt kind of spearheaded yeah. this whole thing. So they kind of have to go through him to really get an idea of what they want this thing to be. You would, they would be smart to go through Matt, but they definitely don't have to. No, they definitely right. can be like, well, we 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 kind of saw what you were doing, and they probably or not probably, but they very well could be like, yeah, we're kind of thinking something a little more serious. Like we don't want, mm. like we kind of thought what you were doing was stupid. Um, at the same Just time, wanted you to fucking stop. Yeah, yeah, because you're technically we 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 created you. Yeah, and now you're being idiots. We're giving you money. Just and we to know stop. they'll we know they'll do that because there was all that talk about how. The WWE went out and got Drew uh, McIntyre and JR because they were trying to right. shut down that uh, UK World thing before it really got going. Yeah. So, yeah, there's probably a part of it that's Vince McMahon being like, well, let's just throw some money at these guys, and then at least they can't do anything anywhere else. Not hurting us. Yep. Can't hurt us if they're with us. Uh, Jerry writes in the next email. Hello, fellow Oilers fans. Listen to the last two podcasts back-to-back today. That's over four hours of listening to you (laughs) ding-dongs. The Oilers and NHL playoffs are dominating my attention right now. Stupid Mm -hmm. wrestling hasn't seemed very good lately, which is weird because I'm really excited about having Angle on Raw every week, and KO continues to be the best thing going. No one warned me about how tough Scotty is when I was fucking with him last year. Thank God I never met him face-to-face. I would have got my fucking nose broken. He beat up a guy who attacked him with a knife. I don't want none. Well done, Scotty. Well, thanks, Jerry. There you go. He's putting you over. Yeah, Jerry, let's curl together. Let's make a team, bud. Uh, He says, I went to game two of the Oilers Shark Series. My friend and I had tickets in the eighth row just behind the Sharks bench. Best playoff seats I've ever had. Paid $432 per ticket. Oh. Painted our faces and were incredibly excited to go. I had quite a few drinks that evening and was really loud at the game. In the second intermission, my friend and I leaned over the rail and booed the sharks as they went down the tunnel we went up the stairs and security pulled us aside and informed us that we had to leave what 
We asked for booing we, the Sharks? You can't boo the away team like that? We asked what we did, and they said that the NHL wants us removed. <laughs> Apparently, you can't yell at the players as they exit down the tunnel, question mark. We were stunned. Uh, sure, we were loud. Sure, we were drunk, but we weren't swearing. We weren't belligerent. We were just having a good time. I literally said, boo earns as they went down the tunnel, and that's all I said. We were given no warning. If I had actually done something wrong, I would have... I uh, wouldn't have complained. Uh, I wouldn't have anything to complain about, but I paid too much money and waited far too long for ne- to experience a playoff game again. And when I got home, I ripped my car flags off. I swore off the Oilers for a few days. I took no joy in their first two wins because I was so bitter. I emailed them and asked them for a refund. I was rejected. I'm the owner of 14 Oilers jerseys. I had season tickets in 2002 because at that time I could afford them. I live, sleep, eat, and breathe Oilers. I feel very dejected. Uh, I'm cheering for the team again, but I've decided that I will no longer support the team with my dollar. They don't support me when I needed them. I've lost. Uh, they've lost my tier two fan investment. <laughs> I should be having <laughs> the, the time of my two. life right now, <laughs> but I'm still a little jaded. How would you react if you were in my shoes? Uh, that new Kendrick album is straight fire. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Jerry, yeah. Ended the on internet a good note. nobody. Yeah, ended on a good note. That sucks. Yeah, that seems really unfair. Yeah. I'm surprised I don't get kicked out of games for the shit I They don't put the uh, the old uh, trash shoot down no, over the tunnel. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Unless not. they were just low enough that they were like ahead of it or something. Or maybe they don't. I'm not sure. If they, Isn't maybe they the don't point do that of going to a live event? And like, if, like he says they're not belligerent, right? But isn't the point of being at an event to get a reaction? That's like, so funny. We got like, fucking fans like, flipping the bird off yeah. behind the glass. Oh, They're yeah. not getting kicked out. On camera, TSN, the NHL is not like, hey, TSN, can you... Go grab those guys. Pixelate that guy's there. hand. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's, that's some dumb. horse shit, man. Uh, fuck Rogers, the new arena. I don't care how nice it is. Shit's way too expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it is pretty pricey. Very I would have when they were kicking there you out, are, Jerry. There, you should have been like, "I pay your damn salary as a tier two fan." <laughs> you should, uh, like, you're a tier one fan if you pay four hundred dollars for a yeah, ticket. You're fucking bottom of the first bowl. That's tier one. Yeah, that's tier one, man. I believe when the tiering was uh, yeah. was released back during the infamous tiering speech, the tier two fans were the ones that sat at home and fucking <laughs> complained on the internet. Exactly, which was me. And and as we know, damn Jerry, internet marks. Yeah, you are an internet nobody. That's right. So it can't you can't be tier two. My Reddit does not Only get much traffic. One, uh, Ty Loney writes in an email, subject line: "We likey the email." Okay. Sapot three sixteen says, "We like the emails." <laughs> I don't know why I found that funny, but I did. <laughs> uh, boys, what's going down? Don't really got much to talk wrestling wise because the product has been hot garbage since Mania. Yeah, it's been bad. I was. Well, I'm glad people are telling me that because I was. I agreed with uh, uh, Jerry where I was like, maybe I just don't care because of the Oilers. Mm-hmm. But no, it sounds like people who don't care about the Oilers that much or are actively mad at the Oilers uh, also don't think the product's very good. I uh, had the grandest honor of meeting the lieutenant of the Satpod Army, Scotty Molyneux, who was not as high as what I thought he'd be, but you know what they say about meeting your heroes. <laughs> oh, never meet your heroes. They won't be as baked as you want. <laughs> They'll remember your name. That's good. Uh, did you hear the K? Uh, did you hear the kayfabe story about Vince McMahon's illegitimate son, Brando McMahon? Apparently, Vince wants Brando to book a car to Tellus Field this summer. But he wants Scotty and Warren to help. So, Satpod, okay. book a four-match card featuring any wrestler in the world, WWE, PWA, Impact, New Japan. 
And from beyond the grave. Well, it doesn't say that. Okay. But. Keep keep them in alive? Yeah. You can dig them up and put them in the ring, but they stay dead. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Barker unstrings them. Yeah. Uh, four matches. Okay, four matches. Okay, so we, let's... We got to have, like... We got to put Chris Jericho in our opening match. Okay. I don't know if we can book a, a card and not have Chris right. Jericho as our curtain. If we're going to... if it Because there's got to be, like, we got a lot of stuff to choose from. Right. So there's going to have to be, like, well, let's give it a little bit of a hometown feel. Yeah. Chris Jericho's got to be there. Yes. Now, can we do double the hometown feel and do Jericho versus Lance Storm in the opener? Or is there a better opponent for Jericho? I think there's got to be. like, And I like Lance Storm, but I think... Oh, man, I mean, I want to say Kevin Owens because it's just been so golden. <laughs> yeah, but also I don't know if there's somebody better than him. El Generico, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's technically in the world, so we could book him and uh, not dead. Actually, if we're gonna do that, we should do the Shawn Michaels AJ because that's the one you really. I think want that's to our see. main event. Could be a main event. Yeah, like is that the dream match of all dream matches right now? If retirements were, I'd say it's up there. Yeah, if retirements were off and everything, I don't know if. Sean I mean, if retirements there. are off, then we're doing AJ, Sean, Daniel Bryan. Oh, that'd be good too. Go or Daniel Bryan Angle, also good. <laughs> There's a lot of. Also, we have here. to have one tag match on this card, yes, and it yes. features the Young Bucks. Just so you know. Okay. Okay. Right. But you guys can tell me what the Young Bucks face. New Day. Okay. John Cena and The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) John Cena and The Rock versus The Young Bucks. A young Kane and Undertaker versus The Young Bucks. (laughs) Also Miz and R-Truth. I had one. uh, MRB against Neville. Sure. With interference from Braun Strowman. Yeah, he just blows them both up. There's no finish. (laughs) (laughs) How many um, matches we got? We still need an opponent for Jericho as our opener. Right. Zack Sabre Jr. No. All right. So this has got to be our Canadian match. This has got to be Yeah, our, we need the we need the CanCon. You're I, fucking at an Edmonton ballpark. You got Chris Jericho. Who's his? Ty Dillinger? Ooh. Ooh. And Dillinger goes yeah, over, okay. maybe? That'd be okay. I can see that. It's just that, like there's no, or, or, is, or, or, or is that where we put MRB? MRB Jericho? Ooh, MRB and he Jericho. goes over Jericho. Okay. Okay. MRB Jericho is the opener. Perfect. Then we get our tag match, which is the Bucks versus who you guys pick? New Day? I have New Day. I think that's pretty good, actually. I think Rock. It's a lot of money that we're spending <laughs> on this Rock. show. Yeah. I think Rock and John Cena. I'm Vince McMahon's son. <laughs> I can pay for whatever I want. Here comes the money. Okay. So that's a triple threat. That would match. be so funny, only because it's the it Young Bucks. Good. I agree. <laughs> Is your um, ear pierced? Huh? Is your ear pierced? Yeah, brother? it's like I got a big hoop earring. Yeah. You didn't know that? No. You are baked. You're fucking <laughs> no, I, I just see you lifted his headphone and there's only a big black dot on his earlobe. Are they? Yeah, you just moved it off. It's fluffed. <laughs> you're holding it now. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like right. I just saw something out of okay. nowhere. It's like the rubber on the Sure, this is great podcast right here. <sighs> Number three. So we got New Day in there? Yeah. Okay, so that's a triple threat tag match. Number three. Is Jericho our main event, or is he our opener? Opener. Okay. Opener. Angle Bryan? You want to go with Angle Bryan, then? Hey. You got to do Bryan and someone, now that you said it. I, I kind of like the idea of a triple threat with Sean, AJ, and Dana Bryan as the main event. That's okay. the main event, yeah. Well, then what does that leave for Kurt Rusev? 
Yo, yes. You, you want... Angle Rusev is the third match. There you go. There it is. Yeah, That's we got our a little card. bit of Canada in there. The Americans can get their fucking jollies in too. And no women. Um, yeah. No girls allowed. That's the downside of a four match card. We ain't got time for. Well, unless we get a pre show match. And we, we can fit the women in on the pre show. Stick so. Natalia, give Natalia something. Could be a schmoz. Natalia. Oh, no, we got, we got our four matches. I don't care. Trish Stratus. Yeah. Fuck it. All right. That was a good question. I like yeah. that. Uh, what is the greatest limited time only fast food item of all time? That unicorn frap wasn't that bad. Okay. That's five. I think that thing is fucking disgusting. It looks gross. It's a ma- It tastes like mango. It looks like the cover of the Nine Inch Nails album, which escapes me. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I will say uh, Wendy's does, they haven't had it in a long time, but they do a buffalo chicken burger that isn't their spicy chicken burger. It's actually like buffalo, like it's sauced, mm. not just. Is it the Southwest Sriracha Burger? Pretty hate mission. Is that what it's no. called? For the record. No. No. Um, limited time. I don't see. I don't usually go for the limited time stuff. I will say that uh, that Christmas burger that they had at McDonald's that had the hash brown on it for a while. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. How about the double down? Is that a is that a double down? Like would probably mine. I like the double down. Yeah. It was too much for me. Like I just it didn't. It sound, I think I worked it up too much in my head that I'm like, fuck, that's going to be so good. And they're better, I'm like, eh. They're yeah. better in the States. I'll tell you that. Okay, I had them in fair. the States right before they came to Canada. Um, I remember A&W did a spicy mama burger for a while. Yeah. That okay. was fucking delicious. Yep. So that'd probably be my pick. Oh, oh, Taco Bell. I didn't even, I don't even think this is a limited time thing. I think they just stopped making them because I was the only one buying them. But you could get <laughs> the uh, chicken uh, double dia uh, box meal. Mm-hmm. And they had it on the menu, like on the fucking drive-through menu, and I got it, and I loved it. It's the only thing I ever got. Uh, and then it came off the menu, and I got it for another three weeks after that, with like people in the drive-through being like, "Um, yeah, I think we can do that still." And then one day I came, and they're just like, "We can't. That's no, it's that's done. not a thing." You've had your your fun. Yeah, that's get a, the hell out of here. And I would have, I you know what, I would have just drove right out of that drive-through. <laughs> but it was also a KFC, so I got chicken. KFC. That's I got fair. chicken. Similar to yours, Brando, not a limited time item, but an item that's no longer on the menu. I'm pretty sure the big extra I used to be a big fan of. Okay. Which I is pretty much that. like I remember the name, but I don't know it what it is. It was just a quarter pounder with bacon. Okay. That was all it was. Fair enough. That's yeah. all it was. I know a lot of people are very nostalgic for the McPizza. I yeah. again, Oh, I loved the McPizza as a kid. Never had it. Apparently yeah. there's still like certain restaurants in the States that still do it. Yep. Oh, really? I like, don't think I saw a Vice story or something for about these dudes that drove like four days to get a fucking McPizza. Christ. Uh, I'm not a big fan, but I know there's a cult following still over the McRib. I hate I it. I hate the McRib. I thought it was disgusting. When I was a kid I, oh, I and I worked at McDonald's, it was McRib season, and like the sauce just makes me <laughs> want to vomit. Like the smell <laughs> of it. Uh, <laughs> what part of WWE would just seem dumb for other sports? For example... Outside interference, count out, money in the bank. Uh, getting intentionally disqualified to maintain to retain a championship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like Pittsburgh imagine. just yeah. goes into the playoffs. Is like, nope. We're gonna no we show. We still win, yeah. suckers. <laughs> count us out. Uh, I think the idea of money in the bank is hilarious because imagine if at like the Super Bowl. Or Stanley Cup Finals. They and then finally it's like, finished the final game. Yeah, and, and it's like, oh, here comes Pat Kane and the money in the bank. A new <laughs> team shows up. We're like, we're going to play it right now. After you just played That's 60 minutes. Vegas Golden Knights music. <laughs> My God. My God, it's got to be the Knights. Uh, those are some good ones. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
like that. Uh, what is your preferred flavor of wings? I've been on a salt and vinegar kick lately. Hot honey as garlic. fuck. Make him hot as fuck for me, please. Honey yeah. garlic's my go-to. Hot, hot, is, hot is my, like, uh, I'm never worried about it. It's my be-all, end-all. But uh, if they have buffalo that is different than hot, I will get the buffalo. Fair. But a lot of places, you order the buffalo, they don't even tell you it's not buffalo. They it's just bring you hot. Yeah. Um, I've also been really into the citrus and pepper, which is just kind of an original ring, uh, original salt and pepper wing with some citrusy lemon. Maybe there's some lime on there. I don't know. Bit pretty good. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, if Connor McDavid got his own Titantron for home games, what song would you pick as his walkout music? Danger Zone. Glorious. Ooh, and glorious. MVP's theme, <laughs> but instead of I'm coming, I'm Connor. Okay. Good. Just because that seems to be the easy one that I can remix into a song. I named my I'm character in Persona 5 Connor McDavid because I was like, do I have enough characters? Oh, I do? Sweet. Or, or he comes out to the... Damien Sandow, hallelujah, because he's McJesus. Sure. Ooh, I like that. That works well, actually. All right. Uh, I fucking don't know how to say her first name. Is it Margot Robbie or Margot Robbie? Margot. Margot Robbie, Alicia Cuthbert, and Mia Khalifa. I don't know who that is either. Is that supposed to be Mia Kunez? Well, it's spelled Khalifa, so I don't oh. know if it's supposed to be Kunez. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who people are. I can't see. Can you Google that one, Warren? Uh, which one of you are taking home? Which one are you marrying? Which one are you burying? Let me look this up. Yeah. That's a very polite way of doing a kill, fuck, marry. Uh, Mia Khalifa is I'll best know. known for her successful, albeit brief, <laughs> career as a pornographic actress from 2014 to 2015. Google on there. Oh, I think I know who this 24 is. 24 years old. I think Jeez. I know who this is. You yeah. related to Wiz Khalifa? No. I'm going to assume that her, that's not her real name. Hang on. Let me make sure I, this is who I think it is. I think it is. We I, Now that I see a picture of her, I have seen a picture of her <laughs> before. Oh, okay. <laughs> she has very large breasts. Images. Oh, not Ian McKinnon. I know what you look like. <laughs> uh, Mia Khalifa. That might be her real name. Sorry, stall for time. That's okay. Uh, I'll hey, just Google go. Images. Yes, do your I magic. Um, who are the other two? Uh, Margaret Robbo or whatever. I don't know who Alicia Cuthbert. I'm horrible with. Uh, girl next door. Do anything for you? What was that one about uh, them making the porno? Was that also girl making? Zach porn? and Mary make a porno. No, 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 no. No, I think I'm actually just thinking. There's of There's something the... about Mary. No, I'm thinking. I think I'm thinking of the girl next door. <laughs> okay, well, I think. Jeez, uh, oh, this is a tough one. Alicia Cuthbert one of is a porn star, and, and Alicia... I don't know if I can marry a porn star. Alicia Cuthbert is uh, married to Dion Phaneuf. He'd fight you. I'm gonna marry the Margot chick. Yep, me too. I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have the intercourse with Mia Khalifa just to say that I did. And then I guess Alicia gets buried. Same uh, as Warren, I guess. I'll flip uh, your, your, your Barry and your, and your Mary. I mean, your Barry and your kill. I mean, right. your, you know, sex. Se- I'm not, I'm going to have sex with Alicia Cuthbert. <laughs> good. And then I'm going to kill that porn star. <laughs> uh, what are some good non-wrestling podcasts to check out? Let me tell you everything I know about the talking reckless podcast. Tyloni. There's more than I know. Um, you should listen to it. It's a video game podcast, which sometimes features Brandon Lynch. Mm-hmm. 
But, um, one, but one in five, we'll call it. <laughs> you're you're a big Giant Bomb guy. Yep, I uh, listen to Giant Bomb uh, since their inception. Well, mm-hmm. actually, just after their inception, but I went back and started at the beginning. Um, I've been a big Jan Dan fan for right. a long, long time. Yeah, I've heard uh, a lot of really good things about um, Never Not Funny. Never Not sure. Funny is pretty good. Yeah, uh, I like for stuff that's not. I'm going through my phone. Super Best Friend cast, Giant Bomb, which is like video game movie. I just talked about it. Yeah, oh no, I'm just saying the ones that I like as well. Okay. Giant Beast, if you're into that. Actually, let me say that. If you are uh, into the video game stuff, Giant Beast is significantly better podcast than Giant Bomb sure. now. Sure, Yeah. Giant Bomb hasn't been as good since like a couple of guys left. Yeah, and those couple of guys started Giant, Giant Beast. Giant Beast, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Kevin Smith's podcast is pretty good. Um, I know Colton Kelly really likes that one. Comic Book Man, I think it's called. Sure. It's the name of his show. So or, or no, that. but no, that's Smodcast I'm thinking of. Okay. Smodcast is a good Kevin Smith one. Um, Gore Horseman is really good. That's a little wrestling related, but they also do horror movies mm-hmm. as their main thing. Trailer Park Boys podcast is also very funny. I've heard nothing but good stuff about that, actually. It's good to just, like, they're usually an hour long, so it's good to just have for something to listen to if you ever get fucking bored. It's very funny. There's one where they're in Amsterdam, and Rob Wells, a.k.a. Ricky, is legitimately baked out of his mind. All three of them are baked out of their mind. And they start talking about, like, in character, Ricky starts talking about an octopus having eight lives or something like that. (laughs) And they fucking, they cannot contain themselves for a good 10-minute stretch where they're just fucking how It's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Uh, keep on getting her Boston pizza wasted, Grizz4327. That's that the best kind of wasted. Something? Did we talk about that? Uh, that is, is that I a think Randall that w- thing? That might be. That was where I had uh, the girl before I brought her home. Right. Out of Boston. Was that at a Boston pizza? It might I believe been. so. He That's would probably Boston. remember better yeah. than yeah. I did. So Absolutely. Absolutely. If that, that if that reference is geared at me, then I yeah, think I Ty asked me in person about that. He's like, did, did you ever find out what happened with that? I was like, <laughs> I no. I that that's like the unsolved sat pod mystery. Yeah. And then he talked to me about Ms. Guy, and Ms. Guy donated money to Suplex City Limits last week. Oh, shit. Trying to get back in the good books. Not with us. That's not going to do shit with us. I'll tell you right now, Ms. Guy never bought one of our shirts. What a bitch. That's why he's not welcomed here. Not welcomed here. We're a pretty good podcast. You're all welcome. Except for that guy. Well, he was a dick. Uh, (laughs) Monday Night uh, Brian writes the next email subject line, Monday Night Raw. Hey there, Satpod. Hope you gentlemen are doing swell. I tweeted you guys earlier. But just to announce again, because I'm super excited, I got tickets to the June 19th Raw. My seats are in the lower bowl in the fifth row on hard cam side. So keep an eye out for a very special sign and a quick quick question. Do you think Braun Strowman will hold the title this year? Hope you guys are having a good week. Uh, Sorry, hope you guys have a good weekend. And remember not to eat yellow snow at B underscore Steph 811. Always good advice. Uh, yes, be at that house show. No, I don't think Braun Strowman. I don't think it's a house show. That's a. Or is he talking? He he talked about our. Yeah, that's the show that we got. Yeah. Oh, I thought he said. Why was he telling us to look for a sign? Because he's just bringing. He's bringing a sign to the house show. Oh, but he's saying he's sitting on hard cam Mm -hmm. side. I don't even know what hard cam side is on house shows. Which where the cameras are. They have cameras. Well, like where the cameras are set up in Roger Rexall Place. Oh, I see. Like on that side of the ramp. Gotcha. Is what he means. But that's the opposite side of the ramp is where they usually would have the cameras, isn't it? No, they that's don't why shoot I against the confused. ramp. 
No, the they... ramp goes this way. The cameras are here. This is they... the stage. Yeah. So I thought the cameras were on the other side. No. Okay. Gotcha. I knew they weren't shooting like MSG mm-hmm. down the ramp, but I yeah. thought they were on the other side. That doesn't matter. No. We'll see. None of this matters. You should uh, maybe tweet us closer to or even the day of and just tell us what your section is. We'll look for you. Yeah. Fuck, I hope we get the Broken Hardies on that show. That would be rad. Or, I mean, just the Hardies, period. But if they're broken by then, that I'm would be I'm hoping we get trip. Revival fresh off that injury. That's true, because that's pretty close to that's that, That's like too. eight weeks right, right on the dot. You're right. Uh, yeah, I don't think Braun's going to hold the title. I think Brock Lesnar's going to hold that title for a long time. So. And if it's not Brock, it's probably Roman. But he will hold it. Well... He could go back to SmackDown. Again. Like, who knows if they're going to do another shakeup by the end of the year? I don't think they'll shuffle sure. again until. Like, I hope they're not doing multiple. Who knows? Shuffles. Maybe well, no he just knows, shows up yeah. on the fucking Money in the Bank and wins the SmackDown Money in the Bank and fucking cashes it in. Sure. Braun does whatever he wants. It'd be monstrous for his like. Not character. done yet. I'm not done with you. Also, I've called that for every Money in the Bank since we started doing this nice. podcast. So I got to keep these that. Days. Yeah, gotta keep that days. running. Yeah. Uh, Jason Kaisler writes an email. Hello, guys. I hope you are all feeling the playoff hangover in the best possible way. I feel that the super superstar shakeup has been a bit of a dud so far, and I think the fact that this happened in the middle of the of some of WrestleMania Fallout storylines is playing a big factor in preventing the shakeup from being the huge monumental event that the WWE was looking to create. For once, the writers are working to pay off a couple of long-running angles, but that is putting everything else into a holding pattern. Add that to the introduction of Dillinger, uh, Nakamura, and the Revival, as well as the rebranding of the Shining Stars and Kevin Owens, and you get a clusterfuck soup of too much going on. I like all these things that are happening, but happening all at once increases the chances that somebody will get lost in the shuffle and forgotten. But enough about me. It's time for a Sat Pod Challenge. Uh, you guys have been approached by Vince to earn the job okay. of head of programming for the WWE Network. All you have to do is pitch him three shows. Each one has to be a different type of show. Present Vince your show ideas, including the format, plot, if any, and what superstars and other actors you want in your shows. You have completion, uh, sorry, you have competition. Uh, for the position, however, as the New Blood Rising podcast has already pitched Vince a few shows, and he loves Kane's Kitchen, which is a cooking competition show similar to Iron Chef, uh, with Kane as the host and Undertaker is the head judge. And if disapproving Taker doesn't like the food, contestants get tombstoned into pudding. So your shows have got to be good. The crazier, the better. Mm. We each want to do one show, like one show each? Yeah, let's. Because I feel like coming up with nine is going to be hard. See, now I thought we were going to be like, what actual real good shows do we want to see? But now that I get no, that example. Kane's Kitchen, yeah. Clearly we're going a little bit off off the grid. I think maybe easy, but you want to have like an American Idol kind of thing, like a talent show. Maybe okay. America's Got Talent. Sure. WWE's uh, Got Talent. WWE's Got Talent, uh, where all the superstars come out and – Show you the thing that other than wrestling that they're most talented at. And then there's Dang. judges who are also wrestlers. Sure. Probably John Cena is a judge. All right. JBL's a judge. JBL might be a judge. And Michael Cole. No. No? <laughs> Have you ever not seen? Because they've actually done this on .com 100%. Have they? Yeah. They did a talent uh, search thing. Where it was like superstars backstage, Daniel Bryan won by doing a different talent every week. Well, I remember they did and the, the one. It was on the JBL and Cole show. Ah. 
So that's why I said Cole would be good if you had I know Judy they did the thing there. on Raw the one time, too, when Ozzy was a guest host. I liked and it. And Chris Masters came out and flexed his pecs to Crazy Train. Well, that was just good TV. <laughs> Doesn't get much better than this. Um, <laughs> if it, Even if it's not like a judged like talent show format, it would be cool to see uh, a show where it was like superstars being like, this is the thing I'm second best at. Sure. Riding dirt yep. bikes or I like, like yeah. Um, I think I'm going to stick with the reality theme, mm-hmm. the reality TV theme, and do WWE Fear Factor. Ooh. But instead of like the traditional like crazy eating weird stuff and jumping off crazy high stuff, because that's, yeah. I mean, pretty much what they do for a living anyways, mm-hmm. it'll be like uh, spend 20 minutes with this crazy stalker fan. Ooh. See if you can complete it. Or, uh, or if you get stabbed during the date. Yeah, or or wear a gas oh. mask and Big Show farts into it. Okay, <laughs> I think Vince would go for this. Yeah. You have to. Like, it's kind of like a combination of Fear Factor with uh, Swerve. Yeah, Swerve. Yeah. I just don't know. Do who you have my a name for are. it? Uh, Biggie is your host. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I like. I want a, like a late night uh, talk show, like they kind of used to do. Do you remember when, like Vince McMahon oh, yeah. used to host that? It was kind of like a a David Letterman kind of thing. Sure, but I want it with Corey Graves. Okay. Late night with Corey Graves. Comes out every day. The fuck is that? Sure. He does like a, what is that? He has a show, right? His has been canceled. Uh, Did well, it got canceled? Got the, he has the he tattoo, the tattoo show. He had two. He had Culture Shock. That's and then he had Superstar Inc. Which is more of a like four or five minute buffer between yeah. the end of one show and another show, which I think they still do. Yeah, they still air them. The Baron Corbin ones a... are awesome, where you're like, oh, shit, you're Even actually Kevin a really interesting dude. All right, well, we got, uh, we we got go. some programming Not there. as good as Kane. I think Kane wins, Kane's though. Kitchen, That's a yeah. fucking... That's a good show. It's good, good golden idea. And you like light, oh, wait. Light the How to with, with Jamie viral. Noble. And Jamie Noble's just in like his redneck character, and he's like, this is how you're going to build this, and he just duct tapes it together. Like, like a, a red green, red green, yeah, yeah kind of like exactly. a red green kind of thing. <laughs> I'd watch Jamie Noble do that. Yes, I would. That's not bad either. Uh, last and final email. Thanks for all the emails this week, guys. Well done. Uh, Mike the Ref says, uh, subject line: Thank God WWE sucks right now. Dear gentlemen of the Sat Pod, I hope your life is more exciting than WWE lately. I haven't seen a few months after Mania this head scratching in years. Uh, the few months after Mania, this scratching in mm. years. Almost feels like Russo is back booking again. Just makes it easier for my decision on whether to watch Oilers hockey or payback on Sunday. 5 p.m. start for both. Um, yeah, that's true. It's going to be Oilers first. And yeah, then it's going to be Oilers first. Even if wrestling was good. It's been fucking 10 years. Yeah. Like the it playoff. was always going to be the Oilers. Yep, it could be the it could be back to PG era. And I'd still be fucking PVR on it and watching it later because yep. I'm fucking Oilers first. Uh, question one, do you think Lana's potential burlesque dancer gimmick will fly with the WWE universe in 2017? To me, I think it is two steps away from the brawn panty matches you guys are watching with eager anticipation. Hope my sarcasm comes through here. Uh, prior to last week's podcast. Uh, yeah, I'll probably pull my pork to that. Is that what he asked? (laughs) Yeah, I'd crank it dry to that. Jesus Christ. I don't think that's what he asked at all, but uh, but thanks for emailing. I think the fans like Lana and that she'll be okay regardless of what her gimmick is. Yeah. They, She's a pretty girl, and yeah. they chant for her because she's a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. 
So if you hand that up a little bit and make her dress a little sexy, and she's a, a dancer bit. and she's shaking her bum in NXT shows, then she'll she'll be okay. Two, with the Oilers using wrestlers' music for both entrance, uh, Sting and use seek and Sting used seek and destroy for a time in WCW and winning Sami Zayn. Is there any particular wrestlers' intro music that you guys would like to come out uh, when you are playing for your Stanley Cup? I don't know if that means us or if that means Probably the Oilers. The Oilers? Yeah. I'm not much of a hockey player anymore. I mean, Edge. <laughs> Edge's theme is yeah. like my favorite theme. Although, although the uh, Alistair Black theme is fucking rapidly climbing that fucking rank for me. That's the Alistair Black theme is just very not sports for me. No, no, no. I, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying for sports. I no. just mean for me, my favorite. Theme Your favorite theme? That's, yeah. That thing's climbing up there. Um, can you say the game? Someone who's using the game. Nope. I would do. Uh, That's not bad. Yeah. Not a bad answer. Yeah. Cult of personality was always hype whenever that would play. They they played that for coming out in the first and second intermissions for a long time Mm. at Rexall. I don't know if they're still doing it. No, I don't think so. Uh, Three, Scotty question. Yes. What do you think about this super show that Canuck Pro is bringing to Calgary in November and December? I'd ask this in a separate email for the IndyCast, but you know. You have to do but, one first. Yeah, no. Where's my IndyCast? And I don't blame Boris. He says he is ready to record any time. I know I cover the Indies, but I want to hear from the pros. Scotty's and, a piece of shit. Yeah, that thing's never going to get done. Uh, I think that Canuck Pro Show will be cool. Um, seems like they're putting a lot of eggs in baskets in terms of bringing international talent. And that, which is cool in the sense that like, there's some big indie names there that I haven't seen ever. Uh, or just don't come around here often. Sure. Uh, Keith Lee's I, on there, right? Yeah, Keith Lee's on there. I'd that, love to see Keith Lee. A couple guys from Lucha Underground, Pentagon, and Ray sure. Phoenix. Um, I don't know if they're going to stick around forever. It all depends on like how they do business in terms of like how big of venues they book. Are they losing money by bringing in almost an entire roster? It's very expensive, too. Because like, you're pretty much paying everyone versus having like local guys that you can kind of be like, well, you're getting exposure and you're from here, so I can pay you a little less versus everyone you have to negotiate with and fly in mm-hmm. or figure out a way to like do a trans bus or something. And so like, it'll be exciting. I'll go in the two in November. So, okay, good. Joey Ryan's on it too. Uh, keep keeping your playoff superstitions and here's hoping your undies don't smell too bad when the oil are winning and keep being the standard bearer for Alberta podcasting. <laughs> Thanks Mike. Mike, the ref at Mike, the ref on Twitter at Edmonton S P N as well on Twitter is the podcast that he operates. Okay. Wow, that was a lot of emails. That took a lot of time, but that's okay. That's what I wanted, and that's what we got. Uh, We will be listening to Danko Jones' Baby Hates Me, which was the theme for Backlash 2006. Mm. Mm. Danko Jones already pumping out music at that point. Yeah, which is weird. I didn't think he'd been around for that (laughs) long, but when I read that, it was weird. Uh, I'm going to get through these real quick. Uh, Sunday Night Heat, Goldust defeated Rob Conway. Okay. Remember him? He had a great theme. That's right. Carlito defeated Chris Masters. Also Umaga. a couple great themes. I fucking love that Chris Masters yeah, entrance. With the... Yeah. It was great. Uh, Umaga with Armando Estrada defeated Ric Flair in a singles match. Three minutes, 29 seconds. Good try, Rick. Trish Stratus defeated <laughs> Mickey James by disqualification. 
Oh, uh, so Mickey James retains program. her championship because of said disqualification. Rob Van Dam wins the Intercontinental Championship and Money in the Bank contract. From Jericho? From Shelton Benjamin. Oh, shit. That's right. What? Was that a Money in the Bank match? I think it or must they have just been. just put it on I think, the line? I think Van Dam must have had the. It was. Co- I think it was Van, Van Dam had put the, contract. the contract up on the line, and then Belt uh, oh, Shelton was, was belt like versus yeah. contract, and winner walks away with both. Okay, interesting. Uh, Big Show versus Kane ended in a no contest at nine minutes and thirty seconds. Mister McMahon and Shane McMahon defeated Shawn Michaels and God, and God, <laughs> nineteen fifty seven in a no holds barred match, and John Cena defended his WWE Championship against Triple H and Edge with Lita. I went to this uh, the backlash pay per view. This was the you know, two years after it was here, mm-hmm. and I went to it at the Sherwood Park Theater. And you know how they used to raffle off like you could win the poster for this. I won the poster. Oh, fucking a! It's still hanging up in my bedroom right now. As a matter of fact, at my parents' place, right uh, next to your sign, Bella's poster. This you know, is uh, hanging up, leading right up to Rob Van Dam's finally win the big one and then smoke weed. And, and fuck it all up. And lose your ECW and WWE championship. Oh, this is, yeah, this is when he had to take the blame for Sabu when yep. they got pulled over in the car, right? Oh, is that? I didn't hear yeah, that part the, of the story. He doesn't get busted for weed. Well, he does, but it's not like he tested for it or anything. Right. He gets pulled over by the cops of Sabu, and he takes all the blame. Good Lord. I wouldn't Smoke do weed every day. All right, Danko Jones is on our... <laughs> It's I don't think own. I need to even close it out after that one, Warren. At, uh, at SatPod is where you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, SatPod316 at Yahoo.com is the email address. If you'd like to send one next week, that would be pretty cool of you. Uh, I am at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Brando1990. I'm at ScottBox64. Uh, we already plugged Boris. Uh, if you want to tweet us your picks for Payback on Sunday, you can do that as well. Uh, enjoy it if you're going to be watching it. If not, if you're going to be watching the others, fucking A. Fucking A, boys. Go Oilers. Just killing it. We got a game tomorrow night, and I am stoked. Can't wait. We'll be back next week, Thursday, tentatively. We'll figure it out. Schedule. I haven't looked Thursday is free as of now. It is. Okay, so probably Thursday. Uh, Scotty. Until next time, guys, keep on cheering for the Oilers. Woo!